Hey everybody, it's episode 373 of PodQuest. Hey! It's Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. I am Chris, with me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi, I'm here. How you guys doing? Oh, I'm better than the last couple days. <laughs> that's that's good, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm not too bad. You're fi- you finally feeling, like, physically better? Yeah, my knees don't hurt nearly as much today. How about your chest from when you got kicked? Oh, uh, that's been fine. Oh, that's you good. got kicked? Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was this something that was discussed and I was in my own head on Sunday? No, have no, you ever been to a concert that... before? You just get kicked at concerts. That's how concerts well, go. I, I've never been kicked at a concert before. Then you're not having you're fun at not concert. concert. You're not concerting, right? <laughs> but but I'm, I mean, you went to 75 concerts last week. Only two. Was, was this at a concert that I was privy to, was my knowledge, that, that I knew of, like... Was it prior to Sunday, or was it on Sunday? That no, it was on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, dur- during uh, Newfound Glory, somebody unintentionally kicked him in the chest. Yeah. Then, the, then I don't feel bad about making you play D&D with the chest injury of being kicked in the chest. Oh, no, trust me. I, I was like, that one barely hurt after the fact. Like, it was honestly, it wasn't until Cobb mentioning it right now that I even remembered that happened. That's Whereas, one of those like, things that can like set in though. Like you, like you don't necessarily. It doesn't hurt when it happens, but then like the next day, it bru- if it if it was hard enough and it bruises, it might just hurt to like mm-hmm. move. Yeah, yeah no. The next day, you're just like, what is this shoe-sized bruise on my chest? Exactly. Why is there a boot print across my chest? Yeah, that. I mean, if you've ever been to a concert. That's that's what concerts are all about. Getting mm-hmm. kicked, getting kicked and elbowed, and ha- having grown adults fall on top of you. Many I've, many grown adults fall on top. I, the, oh, I've never been kicked or punched, but I've had grown adults fall on my ankles pre ankle surgery. So, or was it post ankle surgery? I can't remember, but it was still grown adults falling on my ankles, like the entire crowd. That's I've never been kicked or punched. You're just you're like Drew said. You're not concerting, right? No, I think I think I'm concerting right. Yeah, I mean the whole reason I even got kicked in the chest was the same dude in the mosh pit, like during a breakdown, was doing far going far too crazy with the like hardcore two step and punched a dude in the face, mm-hmm. and like I would like tried to dart across the pit to like help that guy stay up because. Like, literally, he got punched right in the fucking eye by this dude. And then the guy comes back across and just throws a kick. And it just happened to hit me, like, right below the sternum. During Newfound Glory. Yeah. yeah. They have like, breakdowns in some of their songs. But you're pitting that hard with Newfound Glory. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Newfound Glory. But you're pitting that hard with Newfound Glory that dude's getting punched in the eyes and shit. Dude, you should have seen the crowd go crazy during one of the Less Than Jake songs. And that's even more bonkers to me, Less Than Jake song. But yeah, but uh, look, like Newfound Glory has like some breakdowns and some heavier parts of their songs, and there are also people that go to these shows that are just that they get too aggressive in pits. Sometimes they're usually drunk, which doesn't help. And yeah, they're just they're, there's mm-hmm. always one person that's in there just like throwing too many uh, too too many arms and too many legs. That that's that's generally why I don't go to the pits. I just, I'm, I've never been in a pit, like, I've been in, like, the standing room section and whatnot, but I've never, I've been on the outside of a pit, never been in a pit, never want to be in a pit, because I'm there to enjoy the concert, I'm not there to get beat down on and shit like that. 
Well, I mean, like, you're not supposed to get into fights in the pit. Like, it's supposed to just be a fun, you know, fun gathering of people letting out their, letting, letting out their love for the music, physically. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll sing the songs. That's how I do it. But, I mean, like, you're going to get people landing on top of you and hitting you and pushing you, even if you're not in the pit, if you're just in the crowd. You just got to be in the right part of the crowd. I'm, I always find the right part of the crowd where I'm not being jostled around much. And I'm always the big guy that people stay away from because I won't be jostled around. Yeah, you're just not having fun at concerts. No, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having a blast because I'm not worrying about if any of my shit's breaking. I don't, I've never actually been worried if anything's breaking. I did almost lose my phone. A lot of go. people lost phones. <laughs> there you go. But like, I, my phone's in my pocket. Like, I know where it's at. But, I mean, I saw at least, like, three people find phones on the floor and, like, pass them up to security. Mm-hmm. And that's... I, I saw one guy trying desperately to find a hat that somebody knocked off while, sat, while crowd surfing. It's like, man, don't wear, don't wear a hat at a concert like this. Like, that's a bad idea. At, at least not one that you care about. Yeah, or, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not don't wear a hat. It's don't crowd surf when you're wearing a hat. No, no, he, no, no, he no. was not crowd surfing. He was... Somebody crowd surfed over him, and his hat oh. got knocked off during it. Oh. I mean, even then, like, I don't, I don't know how you lose a hat when somebody goes over you. Because I've been crowd surfed over at, at Firefly, and my hats never came up. Uh, you're not always the tallest person, though. Like, I'm pretty sure I know the guy that it happened to, and he was, like, a guy my height or taller. Like, yeah, he was definitely a little taller than you, probably, because he, he was definitely taller than me, and, like, enough that, like, it was noticeable. And, like, I mean, I saw somebody accidentally, like, get, like, choked for a second while someone was crowd surfing, because they just, the the way the person came, their arm hooked around the person's neck, and because they're getting pushed one way and the other person's trying to go the, the other way, like, you know, things happen. Yeah. Yep. It's fun, though. It's a good time. Concerts, man. How 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 was it being? I know we're kind of just jumping right into it, but I mean we're already in the conversation. We've already introed the show, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean more or less. Yeah, uh, but how was it being in concerts, and how 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 was it being masked at concerts? That's that's my thing that I'm not really looking forward to is being masked. It honestly wasn't that bad. I I actually so I had like a like a two ply fabric mask on for most of it. Um. Okay. And, like, I was in the front of the crowd for the entire show. Um, it door, Between Less Than Jake and Newfound Glory, I did switch to, like, a paper, like, one of, like, the blue, like, surgical masks. Mm-hmm. Um, not because it was hard to breathe, like, I was getting air, but because the fabric was, like, that weird two-ply, when I was, like, breathing in, like, heavily, I was, like, getting the mask sucked into my mouth with it, and that was just annoying. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. the paper one that doesn't excuse me, that doesn't really happen with, but yeah. yeah, I didn't really have any trouble with the mask on. Yeah, same. I mean, like, like I, honestly, I, it, I almost preferred it because, like I, I said this while we were walking away, like walking back to the train, I, I knew the sweat in my mouth was my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Because, I mean, that that was definitely one of the, the weird things. And, like, Drew, you had already been to a couple of concerts at this point, like, where there were, like, standing room, I should say. But, like, being that close to human beings again was just, like, it was weird. It wasn't, like, bad. It was just weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess it definitely is a little weird, but at the same time, it's, like, it it felt pretty good. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, like, like, I missed, like, going to stuff like that. Like, it was a good time. It was just one of those, it's like, right, right, everybody here has had to get a vaccine at this point. 
Like yeah. nobody, nobody in this building is not vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, like, they're not super hardcore, like, watching you if you take your mask off or whatever. And with the fact that everyone there has to be vaccinated, like, they have to show proof of vaccine. It's not the weirdest thing to, like, have the mask off for a little bit extra after, like, taking a drink or whatever. But... Yeah, I mean, by by the time Newfound Glory was on, because, like, they, they were the headliner... um. Most of like the crowd seemed to not have them on anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like I I kept mine on mostly because like it was just nice to know that like nothing that wasn't mine was going to be in my mouth. Like yeah. I, I wasn't going to get somebody's like fucking sweaty hair or anything like that, like hitting me like in the mouth area. Yeah. True. Like that stuff happens. You get hit. You like you get smacked in the face. Like hair, sweat, elbows, arms. Like shit's just flying. Mm-hmm. But. I also, I didn't re- realize until, like, the end of the concert that, like, the tour almost got canceled because the other bands dropped out. Yeah, I, I didn't even... Yeah, I-, I went back and checked, so it was originally supposed to be Simple Plan and Newfound Glory. Yeah, I'm glad it was less than Jake. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know that I would have gone if it was a, if it was Simple Plan and Newfound Glory. Like, I may have because I do like Newfound Glory, but, like, less than Jake was definitely, like, the catalyst that's like, okay, I, I actually really want to go to this concert. Like, I want... I have wanted to see less than Jake for like two decades, and it's just never worked out. <laughs> and now I have, and yeah, they were really that good. One off. And you're going to another one in a few, in a month or something, aren't you? Uh, I'm not a hundred percent, but I probably am. Uh, it's Bad Religion and Alkaline Trio. Right, right. Yeah, I saw that one. There's also a um a No Effects and Anti Flag concert coming up. Nice. Which No Effects always puts on a really good show. So does Anti Flag actually? They like they're, they're fun live. Yeah. Con- the oh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just say concerts are just good. They are. Yeah. The only thing that has me iffy on the uh, Bad Religion Alkaline Trio show is it's four days after I get back from Nashville, and numbers are getting better, but Tennessee's Tennessee was pretty bad with COVID for a while there. Yeah. I mean, anything below the Mason Dixon line, you're kind of just taking a shot. Uh, uh, I I think I was reading the thing. They've gone from the second worst to like 18. 18- Okay. Hey, look, they're getting better. <laughs> Improvement. Yeah, but they're, they're tracking. Still. They're tracking positive. Yeah, in a good way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I can understand that, and especially because that's one of those. It's like, all right, well, do you, do you wait until the day of, basically, and like get a, get a test like two days, like do another rapid test like two days after you get home, and then like buy tickets last minute just to make like, sure that like you're good. Yeah, that was my thought. Like, I have a friend that was going to go with me, but I might see if they have a, another friend that could go. And my thought is, I get back from Nashville on the third or on the fourth, uh, like middle of the day, um, and that shows the seventh. So I get back on a Thursday. Shows on a Sunday. Figure if I go take a rapid test on that Saturday, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm a hundred percent fine to go. Or you know, for whatever reason, it comes back positive, and I go. You and your friend take the two tickets, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I mean, that's probably not the worst way to do it. Yeah, because yeah, this way, like, you know that you're not, even though everyone should be vaccinated, you know that you're like you're not like passing it around where they could then pass it to somebody else. It, yeah, exactly. Like, while I I'm not the most concerned about getting sick, even in Nashville, like cities are actually kind of better about uh, vaccinations than like the rural counties in tennessee so and that's that's where a lot of like the the reports are coming out of too like when you see like a state is doing bad 
it's usually those rural areas that is causing the real messes. Yeah, where nobody's vaccinated, and then all 20 people in the county get sick at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's... But yeah, I mean, I've never actually gotten to see Alkaline Trio, but I I hear they actually put on a really good show. Yeah, they're a band I would definitely want to see, so... Yeah. Uh, did, Did you... Favorite band from that show on Sunday there, Cobb? Oh, I mean, less than Jake. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they were really good. I really liked Top Mulligan, personally. Like, I know Erica, like, super did not give a shit about them. Yeah, she did not She did not like them at all. No. I, I was kind of indifferent. Like, I, wa- I want to go back and actually listen to, like, their recordings to see if they sound a little different. Because I don't think the guy sounded very good live. Um, But some of that was also, like... The, the audio wasn't mixed great. Like, it was very hard to hear vocals over everything else. Um, it was it honestly wasn't until Newfound Glory and Less Than Jake that, like, that they seemed to get the shit mixed properly. Or at least better. Um, but, like, the way that the way that they sounded live reminded me of um, the only time I ever saw Senses Fail live. Where, like, the screaming just didn't sound good live. And it kind of made it, like, made them not sound all that good. Yeah, I'd say uh, so. I've listened to almost all of their stuff now. <laughs> nice. Uh, the the audio, uh, the vocals on their recorded stuff is a lot cleaner sounding. Okay, yeah, cause, like I like screaming. It's just like the screaming he was doing just sounded bad, and it, it's hard to tell if it's just because like the mix was bad, or if like you know he's been on tour for two months now. Like your voice takes a fucking beating doing that. Little, little of both, probably. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're back in Philly in December, but it's already sold out. Like, yeah, because I think, I, I think Newfound Glory said that when they were, like, talking about how the show almost got canceled, or the mm. concert almost got canceled, yeah. um, that, like, they're going to be back on the road, like, for their own tour. Yeah, like, the show was actually supposed to be at the Fillmore, but it was selling so well it got moved to the TLA. Oh, wow. I mean, not, you know, the TLA is, like, a thousand people. But I guess that means the Fillmore is less than a thousand. Yeah, which I actually I I haven't I haven't been to the Fillmore, but I thought it was bigger than the TLA because like the TLA isn't big. Maybe it was supposed to be like I know the Fillmore has like the foundry part oh, as well. Oh right. So maybe it was supposed to be in the foundry, which is definitely the smaller thing there. Which that would maybe make sense. Yeah. Just, but yeah, I forgot about that. And then um, the girl that opened was actually good too. Low yeah. Lolo. Lolo, yeah, yeah. She was pretty good. I like that uh, Newfound Glory played uh, Vicious Love and had her. Yeah. Yeah, that that was nice. Rich, what was the last concert you went to? Uh, probably, um, it was uh, uh, Coheed and, um, uh, what's the name? Shit. Uh, Coheed and Mastodon and Every Time I Die? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we were both, we were both there. You, yeah. you were with, like, Sean and some of your other friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that's probably the last one I had been to, uh, just because the, the the next concert I was supposed to have gone to after that was Coheed as well, but that got canceled and just haven't obviously for obvious reasons haven't been able to go to concerts. Yeah, and you um, figure that was June of 2019, so it's been just over two years. Yeah, it's been it's I I I need my I need my 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 concert fill, but. I don't know if I'm going to feel comfortable enough going to a concert, even with the vaccine mandates, just yet. Like, like an outdoor concert, I'd be more in, more okay with, but not really an indoor concert, especially somewhere like 
the TLA or the Electric Factory or something, I would not be all that comfortable. You know, though, like, even at, like, the Electric Factory, like, you don't have to stand in the crowd. Like, you can stand, like, you can go upstairs into, like, the balcony where they have seating. You can, like, stand to, like, the the back or to, like, the sides where it doesn't really get, like, as congested and just enjoy the music. If if I was supposed to go to, um, um, what is that band? Uh, It was, uh, I think, actually... It was the Bayside one, right? Bayside, yeah. I was supposed to go to Bayside when they came around to the Electric Factory, but I had completely forgotten, and then, like, that week, I started to feel sick. So, like, it was like, I think it was like that Wednesday, I started to feel sick with a scratchy throat and not feeling good, that by Friday, I hadn't bought my tickets, and by Friday, I was just like, this probably isn't COVID, but I just want to be safe. I... I wouldn't have gone to the concert even if I hadn't already made plans to record Frozen. That yeah, show and... was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, you know I've never actually listened to Bayside, but I, I hear they're, they're not bad. Yeah. Like legit, I think I had known like two Bayside songs going into that show. Maybe yeah, like, only one, really. Yeah, I feel like they're one of those bands where like I've heard them and like I'd probably recognize one or two of their songs. I just don't know the names of them, or like I I couldn't identify one for you if you played it for me. Yeah. But, like, I could probably be like, oh, yeah, no, I've heard that before. But, but like, like, Hawthorne Heights was really good as well, and so was Senses Fail. Well, that's good that Senses Fail was good, because, like I said, like, the one time I heard them live, it, they, they weren't, but, like, it was also a warp Tour in 107-degree heat, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Warp Tour audio mix is just no. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, some bands sound good, and, like, they were a main stage band, if I remember correctly, which is all, it's, its own bag of issues, because usually, like, the crowd at the main stage are so big that it is actually kind of hard just to hear. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, it happens. Anyway, we, we, we skipped the agenda, Rich. What's on the agenda tonight? Uh, the agenda, uh, besides talking about concerts, obviously, is, uh, Cobb, you want to uh, have a quick talk about uh, some, some Halo stuff, but you also watched the Netflix show? I believe it's a show, not a documentary or anything, called Midnight Mass. Yep. Uh, then we finally got to find out who the final Smash character is. Can I say final any more times? Or find, or anything else with an F? We'll see. Um, then uh, more Switch news that coincides with the final Smash character. I beat Met- Super Metroid, the first Metroid official Metroid game, I guess you could say, that I've ever beaten. Even though I beat other M. Uh, Cobb, you started playing some Scarlet Nexus, um, and there was, uh, some PlayStation news as well. Yeah. Yeah, those things are all true. Uh, well, so... Before we move on to the Halo thing, yeah. I just want to shout out one other band that I had seen on Saturday. Uh, Polyphia. They're fucking super awesome. Uh, they're like a metal jam band. Like, I, I can't really explain how they sound, other than just fucking wild. Like, their lead <laughs> guitarist is amazing. He's fucking insanely good. But, like, like it'll be, like, this super, like, metally bassy riff, but then he's playing this really fast, bluesy guitar over top of it, and it's it's crazy, it's really good, it's, like, all instrumental. Like, a couple songs have, like, a few lyrics, but it's basically just all instrumental. But go look them up, they're fucking insane. It's Polyphia, right? Yeah, P-O-L-Y-P-H-I-A. Okay. Yeah, I meant to actually look them up because you were talking about them on Sunday, and I think I had, like, Googled them, but then, like, closed the tab and forgotten about it. Yeah, they're, it, they were eye-opening when I saw them. It was like, holy shit, look at this dude fucking shred. Yeah. Music is fun, guys. 
It sure is. It is. It is. Speaking of Sunday, real quick, just a reminder for everyone listening, we actually got to record our first uh, bonus action episode. Uh, so keep an eye out for that in the next in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. Uh, if not next week, the week after, I want to see what we end up scheduling for the next recording, mm-hmm. so that I can sort of um plan it out, make sure that we kind of have like a one episode buffer around the recording, so yeah. that. If mm-hmm. for some reason it gets, you know, delayed again like it did this time, we're, uh, we're good. But, uh, when that goes up, um, if you subscribe to our Patreon, and I forget the tier, but it's listed on the tier, uh, you can actually just get the whole session all is one MP3 instead of it split up every other week. So, yeah. Patreon. It helps us do things. Yes. Like, like get a better microphone for Richie, cause boy, this is not your fault, Rich, at all. Um, you sound atrocious. <laughs> I I did my best. Uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize we didn't have enough mics. Um, so, so I forgot how different those other microphones sound compared to the ones we've been using for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm just like, oh, it's fine. Like these things worked for like three years. Like what's the like? It'll be fine. It's just that they're a little different. Richie's used them before, though. He. He's usually pretty good about like talking into the microphone and and everything, um, and yeah, the they are they are drastically different quality. Like I don't know if you noticed the board at all, which I don't I don't think you could have just from from where it was. Um, your slider was all the way up the whole time, mm-hmm. and there are little lights that light up on the on the mixer that show like how loud basically someone is, mm-hmm. and generally like if Drew was talking into, like, one of the good mics. He'd be at, like, the high end of the green, like, almost yellow. Maybe if he got loud, it would go into yellow or maybe even, like, a low red. Um, You you're, you were barely lighting up the bottom two green lights. Yeah. And, and I, like, I, you were talking normal. Like, you were doing nothing wrong. The microphone was just that bad. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll have to get a new mic for our next session. Yeah, I might try uh, to grab one. Or I, I know Tim said that he was looking to buy a microphone for himself that he might buy and just bring with him. In, yeah. in which case, like, that would probably also be fine. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, you know, it, it's the first one. Things are going to be rocky. One, one, I feel like once you kind of get more into the groove of things, you'll get better with flow. Because, like, when we did the the, sh- the the one shot a couple years ago, I feel like you because you'd been playing, like, more frequently at that point, you were a little more, like, on your game, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, this time, you, you were a little more uncertain. Well, it, it's also, there's a difference between the one-shot and this. The one-shot is a set railroaded adventure where, like, you have an endpoint. This does not have an endpoint. So there is going to be that level of uncertainty from me because I don't know where the players want to go or do. So that's, there, I, that's so fair. I was, I'm, and I'm not saying I wasn't prepared for this session, but I was better prepared for the one shot because I knew what was going to happen. Whereas I don't know, they could have just turned around and said, fuck doing work for this encampment and just gone off. So that is then like, well, fuck, what do I do now? Um, yeah. Which is why as a DM, I need all those. Books. Yeah. Which honestly, it kind of, it, it seemed like it worked out well that out of the three, three quote unquote sessions on Sunday, one of them had combat, the other two were more just, like, adventuring and, like, mm-hmm. like learning things. Yeah, I, and that's, that. My, my goal isn't to necessarily have combat every episode, but to try to get some form of even minor combat, maybe 
at least every other session, if not every session, but I don't want to bog down a session with combat, because combat can take a long time. Yeah, it, yeah, especially it if can, it's like a big one. But also, like, combat will bog down more if you space it out too much and don't let us learn the combat yeah. with the character. Like, yeah. like, the early combats especially will be a little more bogged down while we still don't 100% know mm-hmm. what our characters can all do. Yeah. But, like, as we get more used to them, the combats will flow better yeah. as we have a better idea of what we're doing. Yeah. I Which mean, makes sense. Yeah, like, I'm not saying... Yeah, like, I'm not saying I'm not gonna do combat every session, but, like, there might... There's, there is a chance that there will be sessions without combat, just because that's how the game goes. You guys can act, can turn around and talk your way out of everything if you want. You have some charismatic character. Um, or... You I can mean, turn around and kill everything if you want. In you fairness, have some charismatic characters. I, I am going to try to talk us... Uh, uh, at least any times we run into humanoid characters with a combat scenario potential, like, I'm going to try to not have there be combat. They might disagree, and then they will die, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... that. Yeah, it's just, it's gonna be... It's gonna be, um... It might be a few sessions before I get back into a rhythm of being like like in person and being all back in character, but it's yeah it's it's gonna be good though it's gonna be good i have I have a lot of ideas uh up in my brain that I gotta just like jot down on paper uh and once these episodes release, I hope you guys enjoy it. I do plan on doing a quick overview of the world right up on the website as well as recaps before every episode releases also up on the website. Yeah, I was, once that's why I had actually asked you to send me over some of the the stuff you had. Um, yeah, so I was going to make like a little hub page with with that stuff. Yeah, I was going to respond to that, and then Facebook was down for six hours. Oh, right, that was that day, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't respond to it. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, and it's it's not like there's no rush on it, but like I I had the same idea, like taking some of like the world building stuff and like what you know of, like, what you've kind of plotted out already that, like, has already happened, and just sort of making, like, a hub page, like, here are our characters, here here's our world, like, and then just, like, doing, like you said, like, taking, like, a little recap after each each session has yeah. been fully posted, and just mm-hmm. adding it to it. And I want to ask Jordan a quick question, then we can get back onto the normal show. Uh, did you catch any of, like, the Easter eggs that I might have thrown, basically, towards you and Sean? Like, the listeners or anyone not going to realize any of these Easter eggs, but did you catch any of them? Uh, I think I caught most of them. Uh, There's some things I might have not 100% heard right because I was trying to write and listen mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. But there were definitely things. I was like, oh, okay, yep, yep. Yeah. But Okay. Did you, uh, did you recognize who that uh, arcanist is of the area? No. You met him in the tower. That was underwater. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's really one of the bigger Easter eggs. It's like I wonder if they're if either of these two are gonna remember this guy they randomly met. That's gonna be, play a big role in this campaign, but it's kind of like a minor but sec or secondary role in the other campaign. Yeah, no, I got I, honestly like if I looked through my notes from the other campaign, I probably have that name written down, but mm-hmm. like names not my strong suit. Yeah. So is this supposed to be like the same world you had for um for one of your others? Yes, yeah, it is the same world that the game me and Sean play with Richie as the DM 
are in. It's just a separate continent from the two that we've been on with those characters. And, oh, okay. And it's, it's also about 50 years prior to their, uh, to their, um, campaign. So if they were to go to Edax in their campaign, anything that they end up doing will have, anything they end up doing in this show will have, will be part of the campaign they're in. So if they end up getting a statue made of them, they will find a statue <laughs> made of them or something. If, like, and I plan on them pretty much helping plot out what the map kind of, not what the map looks like, but like settlement outposts and cities throughout the continent with this campaign because it's mostly uninhabited. So they're basically helping me build this world essentially with this campaign for my other campaigns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's so, it, so at least like you, you kind of have a, um, a thing that you've already, I guess, developed is the right word. Yeah. Oh, I have, I have like, um, not an end goal storyline, but like I have an overall storyline, um, and, and ideas that are going to play into it. Like it's, it's mostly going to be them doing jobs and you, the listeners will hear this over the next, over the next couple of weeks once the new episode comes out. This is a little bit of a teaser, but the show is mostly going to be them doing different jobs for this encampment that they're living in. But there's going to be an overarching thing that, like, might not necessarily connect with every session or even every episode, but there will be breadcrumbs sprinkled throughout. Okay. Yeah. But with that, with that, let's talk some quick Halo. Yeah. So, this past weekend was another uh, of the test flights that they're doing. Mm -hmm. Where, um, I, I talked about briefly last week, they had multiplayer available. You could play if you were, um, enrolled into it. Uh, you could play a PC or Xbox. Um, they had, last weekend it was just the, the 4v4 or like a bot match, basically. Yeah. Um, this week it, they had the 4v4 stuff still, but then they had the big team battle also, which is the, uh, 12 versus 12. Mm-hmm. So in the, in the big team battle, they had capture the flag. Um, Team Slayer, well, well, like Big Team Slayer, I should say, and oh, what is the name of it? It it's the the game where you have to capture the points, and so you basically have to go stand on a spot until like a a thing fills, and then when that thing fills, your team owns it, and if the other team comes into it, they will start to capture it. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to capture all three points at the same time. And yeah. then that's one point for your team and the first team to collect three of them or whoever has the most after the time limit wins the round. Yeah. Um, I can never remember the name of that game, but it's um, probably like, it's probably like, uh, I, I don't know, like zone, zone defender or something dumb and, or yeah, like squat. Like, I, I don't know. It's, that's, that's a, like, kind of a generic first person, uh, gameplay mode. Exactly. Like, it, it's, it's nothing like super fancy, but all of them worked really well. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it never felt, cr- they, they had a good map. I think it was only one map, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was only, it was only one map for this, but it was a nice, it was a, it was a good size map. You never really felt like you couldn't find somebody to engage with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was fun. Like they are doing a good job with at least the multiplayer portion of Halo. It looks good. It plays good. Um, I am still, ha- I was having a lot of trouble, especially early on, just with controls. Um, I forget if I mentioned it last week or not, but I was having trouble where I've been reconditioned when it comes to like shooters to like aim down sights. Like it's just 
nowadays, like, you hit the left trigger to, like, hold the gun up to get, like, a better idea of where you're aiming. And Halo just doesn't really do that. The, the default controller mapping, it's like you hold L2 or, or um, the left trigger, and you'll zoom in, but, like, it's bad. Like, it doesn't feel good. You get knocked out of it really easily whenever there is a... anyone attacks you. So you end up just zooming in and out a whole bunch because the game doesn't know how to handle it if you're still holding down the the left trigger. So it's like, you'll be zoomed in to shoot somebody, they will hit you, and then all of a sudden you'll zoom out, then zoom back in. And it's just... I, I thought... I could have swore Halo never actually had shoulder fire. It was always hip fire. It, no, so it, like, it was always hip fire. So this is like... I don't know if it's new to this game or if it's new in the last three, but up until... I've only ever played up till Halo 3, so I never played 4 and 5. Um, Halo 1, 2, and 3 did only had, yeah, like, shoot from the hip. There there was no aim down sights. I think all the Halos had this zoom feature, though. Like, it wasn't... Like, you're, what you're doing is, like, zooming. You're not shoulder bringing up to your shoulder. You're exactly. literally zooming. Exactly, yeah, no, why, no, no. Like, yeah, exactly. you're not... But they have it mapped the way every other game does look down sights. So it's like yeah. a, um, it's like a muscle memory now. And the problem is with Halo, the way I always played Halo was very, I, I was, I'm, I am not good at shooting. Like, I know that. I'm not good at, at like tracking people from far away. Um, I can do okay with a sniper rifle if like I'm hidden and I can like just like hit people with like a single headshot. But when it comes to like an assault rifle or any of the, the guns that are like good at like mid to long range, I'm just not good at following people along with, like, the gun moving as you're shooting it. So I was always a run at people, shoot them, and then melee them. And the, they don't have they don't have a boxer layout anymore, which was shoot on right, uh, melee on left. So you have to manually do it. And there's, there's just enough in the controls that, like, I can't... I'm having trouble finding a, a control layout that actually feels good to do that stuff. And it's just this weird mixture of, I play Halo very weird, and I'm so used to looking down sights in every other shooter. So, like, maybe, no matter... Maybe you need to get good and not play stupid controls. Like maybe you just need to learn how to use better controls. I, I use the base controls. Th- which are objectively the worst controls. I, 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 I mean, they're not inverted, so they're already the best controls. Man, I used to play inverted. I can't Fuck do it you. anymore. Fuck inverted. Dude, I, I think That's I've told I, I think I've told it on here before. Like when when we used to all go to GameStop, I used to play inverted boxer, and every once in a while I would I would switch it to Southpaw just to like fuck with whoever came up behind me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, you were you were the troll of the group and you would play you wouldn't play it to actually win, you would play it just to troll whoever's up next. Oh no, so I was not like tournament good, but like I was pretty good at Halo one through three. Even online. Like I could play those games and not suck. Um mm-hmm. 15 years later that's not the case anymore um though after like two or three rounds this past weekend like i was never the worst on the team i was a couple times i was like ranked in like the top like one or two on the on the team of 12 people um but i was usually like middle of the pack like i might i wasn't necessarily going for um for like flag captures but i was doing a lot of flag returns i was killing a lot of people so you know like i'm i am mediocre at best at at online shooters and i'm okay with that that is a place i don't mind being but no um for whatever reason in like the early 2000s um inverted made sense to me and now i can't do it like i've i i've had inverted controls and all this like uh, mario sunshine is inverted and i can't do it i can't i, I 
I can't do inverted controls anymore. Like my brain, and it's weird because when I think about it, like it, like right now I'm thinking about inverted controls, and it logically makes sense in my head because if you're playing a first person thing, you if you're looking down, you, you're pushing up on the on the 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 stick. Like that makes sense in my head, but motor skill wise, like I just can't do it anymore. I- I don't remember Sunshine being inverted. The only games that are supposed to be inverted are Flight Game. Uh, Flood is inverted on I, on Sunshine. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember it being inverted. Like, like, I played it when the All-Stars came out, and, and I don't remember it being inverted. That that was my, my problem with it, was I couldn't not... Like, I was having so much trouble aiming Flood because it was inverted, but your movement isn't. So, like, when you're moving around, it's normal, and then as soon as you, like, stop and start shooting Flood, it's inverted again, and it's just, it, it fucking wrecked me. Yeah, I, yeah. But if, if the single-player portion of Halo plays as well as the multiplayer is, it's going to be a very good Halo game. Mm-hmm. Like, just everything about it, it, it feels like Halo in a way that I've heard other people talk about 4 and 5 not feeling like Halo. Okay. Um, I, I, like I said before, I've never played those two, so I don't really know, like, why people say that. Four was great. I loved. I feel uh, like I never got to five. I feel like four is the one that it's like people are just kind of fine with it. Like, pe- some people like it, some people don't like it, but nobody like outright just despises it. I think five is the one that everyone fucking hates. And it, because if I remember correctly, five is the one where like you don't really play as Master Chief for a good portion of it. And they just did a bunch of, like, weird shit that nobody liked. And it was, like, it was 343 trying to make their own game, really. Like, they were trying to make Halo theirs. And that's just not what people want out of Halo. They want more of what Bungie did in the first three. Yeah, they want more Halo. They don't want more anything else. Yeah, exactly. And, because I think at one point, like, 343 is like, well, we don't want Halo to be about, be about Master Chief. I'm like, well, then you want to fucking make a different franchise because Halo's about Master Chief. Like, It shouldn't be, though. Like... And and Halo Reach proved that, that it doesn't have to. But Halo Reach was a, such a well-done game by a company that makes really good shooters. And I feel like if, if you tack on a subtitle like that, it's fine. Like, um, cause what was the other one? OD, ODST was also not about the Spartans, right? Uh, or at least right. Master Chief. And I, th- I think that one was generally well-received also. Mm-hmm. But, but, like, when it's a numbered Halo game, people want it to be about Master Chief. Like, they want that, that continuation of, like, that character arc. And I get it. See, I think it's. I think it. It would be okay to let him let him move on and and do like four Halo games. About. And you know, if they so if they did like Yakuza Yakuza it where Yakuza one through six is about Kiryu and then seven is Ichiban, that's different. Like you're you're telling a totally different story that's in the same same world but disconnected in a lot of ways from what came before. And they they wrapped up the previous story. They didn't wrap up the story. Like, they just... Halo 5 was a continuation of the story where you just didn't follow the protagonist from the last four games. See, and that's the thing. I'd have to play Halo 5 to, like, be able to, like, fully know everything that went on in that one. But Halo 4 flat out wrapped up the fucking story. Doesn't it end with Cortana? um, I mean, spoilers for Halo 4. But, like, Cortana, like, dies at the end of 4, right? Yeah, Cortana, uh, because... In that world, AIs have, like, a lifespan of about three to four years. And after, it, 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 by the end of their lifespan, it's not that, like, they die. They, they, they actually, they glitch, and they start to, like, break down and essentially go crazy. 
And so that's what happened with Cortana as she started to, like, glitch throughout the game. And um, they used Cortana to stop the... I can't remember the name of the enemy. The um, Covenant? Or the Flint? Not the Covenant. Not, not neither of those. The new enemies that they introduced in Halo. Okay. I, so, yeah, I don't know then. Uh, but I can't... I, I feel like the it Zek? was called it. Huh? Was it the Zek? No. I, 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 like I think was that like, was from Destiny. <laughs> I feel like it was like just something dumb, like the precursors or something like that. Um, that that was Mass Effect. That I mean, it's not really important, but yeah. So I I, th- I thought she died at the end of four, and then she's back in five as a rogue AI trying to take over the world or some shit. But like that wasn't needed, is what I'm saying. Like she dies, and they stop these enemies, and Master Chief goes back to Earth and gets his new suit, and he's done, and that's it. Prometheans was their name, like. There was no, as far as I can remember, there was no hinting that Cortana was going to come destroy the Earth at the end of Halo 4. Cortana, and there probably wasn't. Like, yeah, no, there wasn't. So it's like, they, they could have done Halo 4 with a new protagonist and a new story. They could have, or Halo 5, they could have ended uh, uh, a Halo 1 through 4, of the, the initial releases, or the first four games, and the Master Chief Collection with Halo 1 through 4. And done the Mistress Chief. I don't know. I was just trying to get a stupid name. But, like, done something else with a new protagonist starting Halo 5 in a new setting and storyline a few years later or X years later and not be them going after Master Chief. They could have just kept him on the sideline. They could have done a Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm, see, they, even yeah. then, like, they, like, yeah, they could have, where you play most of the game as Raiden and, 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 and Master Snake Chief is... is there, you just don't realize it's Master Chief. Yeah. Or, they could have just done a Metal Gear Rising, where Snake is nowhere to Nobody be found. Nobody likes Metal Chief Gear Rising. Everyone loves Rising, dude. I have not heard people complain about Rising. Honestly, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone talk about it in any sense. But I, I, it is not as revered as the other one, so I just assume nobody liked it. Because, like, when, think about it, like, when you talk about Metal Gear, nobody mentions Rising. Let's see, what... Let's see what the Metacritic. I, Cause I'm curious. Cause 80, you might be right. Eighty percent on Metacritic. Is that um user score? That's just googling Metal Gear Rising user score eight eight point oh. Nice. People liked really liked Metal Gear Rising. It was a fantastic game with great music. And it's just and they, I think they were going to continue it on, but Kojima and and uh 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 whoever it was had their falling out. You know, though, it is the lowest rated Metal Gear, though, on Metacritic. That's just because, it, but still, it's an 80. Like, that can, that can screw off. Like, it's still an 8. Like, I don't know, I don't know, but, like, even Peace Walker is rated higher than it. It's also a different game. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I know. But, like, honestly, like, Metal Gear games, like, I knew people liked them. I didn't realize they were rated as highly as they are, like, on Metacritic, like, the Phantom Pain has a 95 on Xbox for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the PS4 version is a 93. Metal Gear games are fantastic. Metal Gear they're Solid great. 2 is a 96. But, yeah, anyway, the Halo Infinite multiplayer is cool. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you... And it's gonna that's the part that's going to be free to play. So when it comes out in December, you can just get the multiplayer and play that if you just want to play Halo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That, Actually, one other thing to, to say about that, if if you do want to just play the multiplayer, you can still get in there and customize your um, your Spartans. It doesn't change the color based on your team. 
um, you actually get like a little bit of like um, like an outer glow that is the enemy color to differentiate. Like so, your teammates have like a little bit of like a blue glow around them, and the enemies have a little bit of a red. So it's very easy to tell who's on what team, even if everyone on your team has a different color armor. Yeah, that's that's not true. Yeah, I I like it that way. It was good. Uh, da, da, da. what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Oh, right. Um, Midnight Mass. It, it's the Netflix thing from uh two or three weeks ago. I want to say it came out. That sounds about right. Yeah, um, I have no idea what it is. All right, uh, I'm assuming it's something spooky. It is, and actually, so you liked the Haunting of Hill House, but you did not like Bly Manor, correct? Correct. And it was, I thought Bly Manor was good. It just wasn't my cup of tea, and I would probably never. Yeah, you hated it. You thought it was garbage. I understand. Um, so. Midnight Mass is the next show from Mike Flanagan, who did the 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 two the two hauntings. Plus, he's done like um he did the the Doctor Sleep movie, if I remember correctly, a bunch of other horror movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not as far as I know, this is not in like the same universe as the haunting shows, if those are even in the same universe. Um, it takes place on like a small island that I believe they say is like thirty miles off the coast of Washington State, so like up Pacific Northwest. It's a, like, a fishing island, so, like, that's, a lot of the people on the island seem to make their living, but, like, as fishermen. Um, it's one of those, everybody in town knows everybody else. They have, like, one general store that also appears that it may double as the police station. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the police station is in, like, the back of the convenience store, essentially. Yeah. Um, and everybody on the island, except for the sheriff and his son, um, and the doctor, are super catholic like they all go to church every sunday and a few other people go to church like every single day and the show it's a horror show it's got like horror elements to it it's a very slow burn and it's very much got like at least in my opinion undertones of what the problems with like religious zealots basically are like those like people that are just trying to force down your throat their beliefs Mm-hmm. Um, and like what just that blind faith can actually do to people. Cause basically at a certain point in the show, like everyone on this Island just blindly believes everything that certain characters are telling them, um, to the point where like shit goes South in the second half of this show. Yeah. Um, it does have it. It's got some people from like the haunting shows. Um, Rahul Cooley, who was, um, he was the, the chef from Bly Manor with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the sheriff, so he plays a Muslim sheriff that I believe he w- he used to be like an FBI agent and left that because of like discrimination and stuff like that, and somehow ended up on this little island uh, with his son. And they're both Muslim, and basically, like they essentially don't fit in on there because everybody else is very Catholic and Christian and all that stuff. Um, and there's actually some really really well done scenes of like debate where like he is arguing you know in anything that has like a catholic religious overtone there's always that one lady who's just a super bitch about it and it's just Mm -hmm. what she believes is the only thing that's right and it doesn't matter how she goes about things she is right everybody else is wrong fuck everybody else like she'll do whatever she wants because she's doing it in the name of her religion yeah um there's one of those in this show and there's there's a couple scenes that are like really good between the two of them where she's just a giant closed-minded bitch and he is very much just like no no I don't I don't think that's wrong like you're in, you're entirely right 
Like, we believe in all of the same things. We just also believe in these four other things over here to the left. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. And, like, it was much more detailed than that, but I don't want to spoil too much. Um, And it's got, it's almost got, like, a mystery thing for the first half of the show. Like, mm-hmm. you know something's going on because weird things start happening right away. But, like, you don't really know how weird things get until, like, the second half. And it's only eight, seven episodes, so it's short. Um, They're all about an hour, and... Yeah, it's it's really good though. Definitely worth watching. Nice, I, especially if I, you liked Hill House. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was from the people who did Hill House. Um, so like, I haven't. Not saying I wasn't interested, but I just I haven't. It, it hasn't really crossed my radar. Um, but I think uh, I might watch that. And, uh, not think I. I think I'm gonna watch Squid Games because I'm hearing a lot of good about that first. Same. And then watch Midnight Mass. Yeah, and like I said, it's only seven episodes, and they're all about an hour, so it shouldn't take you too long to get through it, even if you just do, mm-hmm. did an episode a day. Yeah. Um, that's what we did, but I it was one of those shows where if if we had been watching it on the weekend, which our weekend just happened to be busy the, the, this last week, um, probably would have watched a bunch more, like, kind of in one sitting. But yeah. because we were watching it at night, um, like, after work and all, like, they're just long enough that, like, you don't necessarily want to watch a bunch of them back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, like, they're dark and heavy and yeah. weird shit's going on, so you kind of want to break it up with, like, something a little lighter. Yeah, and, like, for me, it's just this past weekend would have been the, uh, a really good weekend for me to have watched that, but, like, I kind of just flat out shut down most of the weekend and just didn't do anything but watch Modern Family, so I just, I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of the stuff that I really... Well, don't forget to watch the last episode of My Hero. I already did. Okay, I, good that job. Was two weeks, that was two weeks ago. Oh, was it? Uh, I thought the last yeah. episode was this past week. No, it was two weeks. Oh shit! I'm I've, I've watched the dub, so I'm two weeks behind anyway. Yeah. Or I guess not one sure, week now. Not sure if you're noticing a little BTS for everyone else. Druton keeps coming in and out, so I don't know if he's having internet issues. Oh no! Uh, I but you know he what? keeps I, that window he, got minimized. Yeah, so. he keeps he keeps graying in and out, so I don't know uh, what's going on with his stuff. He hasn't said anything though. Uh, but yeah, that does uh, that show does sound pretty pretty sweet. Um. Oh yeah. The, um. He he just said BRB. He couldn't hear me. So who knows? He seems to be having a lot of internet issues lately. Yeah. Got gotta gotta love the internet. Just never works when you need it to. Uh. But yeah. Uh. I think you'd like Midnight Mass. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. I hear. But I want to do Squid Games first. And yeah, I also have to do um the uh the Formula One Drive to Survive season three still. Oh yeah. You know what I. I watched the first three episodes of that. Um, it's a, it is actually incredibly interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I yeah. necessarily care about the races themselves, but like all the behind the scenes stuff and just kind of like what goes in, especially because this was filmed. It started at before COVID, so like their season started as COVID was happening. Yeah. Um. So it's really interesting to see like they're just kind of like in the first episode they're just kind of talking to me like, oh yeah, like are we gonna have to like wear masks or something? To all of a sudden like everything shut down. And it's like, wow, that is fucking weird. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to move forward, or do we want to try to troubleshoot with Druton? We might have to stop the recording and start a new... Uh, he might just be restarting his computer. Uh, it shows him in the room and online. He hasn't responded. No, but he he did see it. Yeah. Yeah, there uh, he goes. So he probably, I think he restarted, because he dropped out, and then he just came back. Oh, there he is. He should be here now. There it goes. Now I can hear. Yeah, there, we go. there he is. Gotta love, right. uh, gotta love the internet, right, Drew? Yep. Uh, so we can move on now. 
uh, yeah. to 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 uh, the new Smash Bros. character, the final Smash Bros. and Smash Bros. Ultimate character. Yeah, so um, it's I, it's fucking Sora. It's another anime sword guy. Yeah, we shouldn't be surprised though. No, I I I I'm. I want to talk to you guys about that that complaint of it being another anime sword game. It's not a complaint. I'm joking. I actually no, don't care. There's... I think Sora is a fine. So, Sora was apparently the most requested character when they did their poll. But there's there's a lot of people out there that complain. Oh, it's another anime sword guy. But look at all the characters they have. How many of them use their fucking fists? Mario, Donkey Kong, Yoshi, Kirby, Luigi, Ness, Daisy, Bowser, uh, Sheik, Doctor Mario. Falcon, Ganondorf, uh, and I'm leaving out the Pokemon because they have powers and stuff. But like, so is Mario. Mario shoots fireballs. Like, I, I just, I'm, I'm tired of that complaint in the. Uh, we lost Trutin again. Um, I'm tired oh, of geez. that complaint in the Smash Bros. realm of another sword character. When you shouldn't be complaining about Smash Bros. adding another sword character, you should be complaining that there's not enough mainstream, for, like, like main characters. That use something besides a sword. Because that's the problem. They pull in the main character. And I think part of the problem is with... So it's... When people are making fun of the anime sword characters, they're making fun of the Fire Emblem characters because they've added... It's There's four four or five Fire Emblem characters. Uh, there is... Let's see. Display by series. So I know there's let's Roy and Marth. Fire Emblem. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Fire Emblem characters. And I think they are all generic anime characters with swords. Well, I mean, because that's the... what those characters are. But like, they're all like the main characters from the games, though. They're not just like it's not like Hero from Dragon Quest. His name is fucking Hero, which in Dragon Quest you could use any weapon as your main character. I mean, this, I... the same thing is true of Fire Emblem. But like, that's the thing, like. I don't think the complaint is necessarily, like, people with swords, because, like, people don't complain about Link, and there, there are three different Links, because they all play differently, but I imagine that the, at least back in the day, like, Roy and Marth basically played identically. Well, like, yeah, yeah, every, but that's the thing also, every sword character plays differently. Like, all of the Links have similar movesets and, and abilities, but they all play different. All of the Fire Emblem characters, or some of the Fire Emblem characters have similar like, Marth, Roy, and Ike have similar movesets. Marth, Lucina, Roy... Marth, Lucina, and Ike, I believe, are the three that have similar movesets. But they're... They, they all play differently. They all fight Um And there's only eight eight Fire Emblem characters. Baelith, they combined... Or they separate as nine because it's male and female. Yeah. And I think that is more the complaint, is there are nine characters from the same franchise... And they're not all that different because, like you said, they're the main character. Like, the main character of the Fire Emblem games are the least interesting characters generally. So, like, it's it's kind of like Hero. Like, they added the most generic character from a franchise. Yeah. And, and like, if you're going to complain about any character additions to this, just complain about fucking Minecraft Steve. And, and, and stop complaining about anything else. Like, I know I make fun of Terry Bogard because I hate his name. And that's really the only reason why I don't like him. But, like, fuck Minecraft Steve, and and enjoy your characters as long as it's not Minecraft Steve. There's, 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 uh, 89, there's 88 good characters in this, and Minecraft Steve. But maybe My- Minecraft Steve is a good character. I mean, maybe. I just, fuck Minecraft. That's just where I am. People about. love Minecraft. Like, Erica actually really likes Minecraft. Look, I would probably love Minecraft, too, and that's why I don't play. 
That's fair. Because that's, like, I I already get lost in a lot of sandboxes. But just the fact that they added Minecraft, Steve, it just it pisses me off. Uh, But back to the conversation in full. Yeah, we got Sora. Which, which like, that's that's fine, I guess. I I was I was surprised because uh, when you asked about it last week, this is actually something that I didn't think of until watching or getting ready to watch the reveal. I I just thought of uh, the main character from Monster Hunter Stories because that's one of the more recent big titles that was come that had come out for the Switch, and maybe that's what they were doing. Uh, but no, they they have a deal coming up with Kingdom Hearts, which we'll talk about in a little bit. That it's just like a cross promotion here. Their number one brawler game gets the main character from Kingdom Hearts and from Square. Well, so I think this was a deal that was needed to be made to let them, like, for Nintendo to even want to put Sora in the game. Oh, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like Nintendo wanted to to have Sora, uh, and so Square was like, well, you have to put Kingdom Hearts on your. No, 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 no. I think. I think it's a Nintendo directive that the characters in Smash Brothers need to be in games that are on Nintendo platforms. I I believe that is actually true. Um, I, I heard a couple different places say that, and I don't know that Sora was in... Um, the, well, what's the rhythm game that came out like last year? M- M- Melody of Memory? Memory of Melody? Something like that? Uh, Yeah. Well, isn't Sora in Dream Drop Distance? Sora's in every other one. Oh, right, but that was a, a 3DS game. Yeah. Right, no, I forgot about that. Cause, so there were a bunch of, of Nintendo ones then, because there was also um, Chain of Memories, and 365 by two days? Does, does that sound right, Rich? Yeah, um, three, uh, but that one of them didn't have Sora. Some of them don't have Sora in it. Some of the Kingdom Hearts games doesn't have Sora in it. I thought they all uh, had him at, in some form. Probably, like, at the very end, not as a playable character, like... It's like as like an end cut scene or something like that. But uh, I mean, the 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 card game was initially released on Game Boy or GBA. Um, yeah, yeah, that Chain the, of Memories. Yeah, Chain of Memories, but and that also, one was uh, a um that that one did have Sora in it, right? Uh, uh yeah, it, it stars Sora. So okay, just I'm just making like, sure. Um, Cloud was in Smash. Um, in 2018. That's true. But Final Fantasy VII wasn't released or or put onto a uh, uh, Nintendo console until I think, according to this, it wasn't on Switch until 2019. But he he was in the Kingdom Hearts game on on like DS or Game Boy Advance. He's either in Chain of Memories or Dream Drop Distant. Okay. Or it might have been one of the, like Final Fantasy Dissidia or something. Like there were game there were handheld games that Cloud was in prior to Smash Brothers. Uh, Dissidia was only PSP. Or Vita, PSP. That's why it, it may not have yeah. been Dissidia, but I'm just saying that there was a handheld game that Cloud was in on a Nintendo platform. Uh, but like the, he was the first one where everyone was like, "Oh, don't does like I don't think Cloud was in whatever hand in whatever game until after he was in Smash." So I was reading stuff the other day. The only character that I could find, not counting Game and Watch, who isn't a real character, um, that didn't appear on a Nintendo platform game prior to um um smash was roy from fire emblem because he was in um he was in smash brothers before that game came out it was like some sort of promotional thing well he was probably 
Um, Roy initially put in Smash. Melee. So, like, Melee. literally, it was literally a year apart. Like, Melee came out in 2001. The Fire Emblem that he was in came out in 2002. But he was in Smash Brothers as, like, promotion for that Fire Emblem game. Yeah, so it was, it was, yeah, it was still, he was in that for the upcoming Fire Emblem game. And it's probably not even a year. Probably a few no, months. No, it's months, but, but also that's a Nintendo game. Yeah. Versus a third party game. That's true. Okay, and so it looks like um Melee was released uh Japan November and uh the first Fire Emblem game that Roy was in was March. So it was only six months, right? Am I doing the math right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds five right. Five months. Five, six months. So he like I, I get what you're saying because he sent that text like he's actually Roy from Smash, but it was the cross promo and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, no, like it, it's just funny that, like, his first actual appearance is in Smash, whereas every other character, like, comes from something else first. Because yeah. even even yeah. Snake was technically on a, a Nintendo platform before he was added to Smash, because he was in, um... Twin Snakes. Thank you, I could not... I, I, was about to, I was about to say VR missions, I'm like, no, that was like the PSP one. Yeah, it was Twin Snakes, um, and I believe they did another one on the... Uh, I think they did multiple Metal Gear games. On Nintendo consoles, just it took. I, I feel like maybe Metal Gear Solid Two was on on a Nintendo console. I can't remember. Nope. Um, or they planned for it and it just never happened. Twin Snakes on the GameCube, though, that was great because when you fight Psycho Mantis, you have four, three controller ports that you have to choose from, and not just one. So if you choose the wrong one, he still has control over. Really? I believe so. I'm ninety nine percent sure. Like, because the, the, the key to fighting Psychomantis on the PlayStation version was to disconnect your controller from port 1 and connect it to port 2. Then he can't read your mind. But on the GameCube and Twin Snakes, there's four controller ports. So I think you actually had to choose the right one that he wasn't reading. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because they, they also did that with, uh, they, they, they had to make sure what's her name's codec was on the game box because they kept that line of dialogue in there. Where Otacon's like, or whoever it is, it's like, if you want to contact them, check your game box or something like that. I remember that from um, Metal Gear Scanlan, where they actually had to bring up a copy of the game box because they yeah. were playing, like, the digital version of it or something. Oh, well, we had uh, that um, that that hacked, um, or that modded PlayStation. All right, you so were we, pirate. We, we would have had, we actually had to Google what her codec was um, to figure out exactly what her numbers were, and I think there was one point where, like, we didn't have internet access or something, so we just had to go through each number one by one until we found it. That sounds excruciating. Yeah. Um, also, I, ju- I just looked, Cloud was in Chain of Memories. Okay. So, it tracks. He, he, was, he was on Nintendo before he was in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, he was in Chain of Memories, that's right, but briefly and only in Olympus, like, like he was in the original Kingdom Hearts. Um, he didn't play a main character, he was just an enemy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. He was. But yeah, I mean, he he, he was he he appeared on the platform. But yeah. yeah, anyway, so Sora is is the last ever complete final final Smash character. Um, there's never going to be any other characters. Sora, Sora locked the door behind him with his Keyblade. Um, some of the, I I just wrote some notes down. The the video was very goofy, and it was like this like I don't know. It, it just it made Sora look like he was like the champion of the world, and like it's just fucking Sora, like. He can barely save his well, friends. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably didn't, re- like, you might have recognized, like, the heroes 
that you play as, they were all toys again, or trophies, which they haven't been for this entire game. Like, the, there, there was an actual, like, story and stuff, and they never actually referenced the, 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 your, the playable characters as, like, toys or trophies. So in this final one, it, like, kind of brought me back a little bit, whereas, like, they're sitting on that little pedestal as a trophy. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't catch that, but I haven't, I have not actually played a, um, a Smash mm-hmm. game in 15 years or something like that. Yeah. Um, apparently, I mentioned it before, but apparently Sora was the, was the number one most requested character. Yeah, they, apparently they ran a, a poll back when they released it on the Wii U and 3DS, and Sora was number one, which, I mean, there's been a huge outcry for Waluigi, so maybe Sora was number one, but... But I feel like the Waluigi stuff is the vocal, like, minority, whereas, like, a lot of other people just wanted Sora because they're Kingdom Hearts fans, and that's that was a worldwide poll, I believe, not just the shitty corner of the internet that inhabits Twitter that wants Waluigi. Yeah. Also, I feel like the Waluigi stuff has been more recent Mm -hmm. and not, like, six years ago. That's true too. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't recall Waluigi being a big deal back with the the Wii U version and 3DS version. But like, it's yeah, just, definitely it's not. Been, been a huge cry like, for him because like, oh, you have Wario, why not Waluigi? You have Daisy. I mean, you don't really have Daisy. You just she's an alternate skin for Peach. Like, it's not you can't do Waluigi as Wario. Yeah, that's that is true. Um, so. I don't know if, if you guys noticed this. I actually went back and watched it after I saw this. In the stained glass for the level, um, they removed all the Disney characters that would have normally been in there, like Goofy and Donald. Sounds uh, about I, right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't notice that. If it's true, it's true. Um, I'm not, not really surprised. Um, oh no! It, look, it has to have been a licensing nightmare to get both Disney and Square Enix to agree to terms for this. Yeah, absolutely. And. I get the, I got the impression based on some Twitter stuff that uh John Drake um formerly of Harmonix was uh was heavily involved in that cuz he, he, <laughs> he, he, he was tweeting a whole bunch after the um after the re- the reveal and seemed very excited about it and then he's like all right I need a nap now. <laughs> yeah. Um and so uh, Rich just so you know he he is somebody that appears on a lot of giant bomb stuff over the years but um he is currently like head of like third party development for Disney or something like that. So like he is one of the people in charge of like licensing out Disney characters to different studios to make games. Okay. So, yeah. Um and then I don't know if you guys saw or not, but um t- Twitter was actually trending after this with thank you Sakurai. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know what? Like that is actually kind of nice. Like it was a lot of people just like excited that like, you know, Smash Brothers exists. Yeah, he he seemed uh, very excited to be there, and like kind of it it seemed at least watching the video that he was kind of a little down that it was the last one. Well, he, he has apparently said numerous times over the years that like he he doesn't want to make this game anymore. Like it's not that he doesn't want to ever make it again. It's just the last twenty five years has that that's all he's gotten to work on is Smash Brothers games, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah. I don't know whether he wants a break from making games or if he just wants to work on something different, but, like, that's why this was Ultimate. Like, he basically wants to put everybody in here and then step away for a while. Yeah. And I Which, can't say I blame him. <laughs> I mean, and, and I could, it could definitely be doable. It, it, like, like we've said, like, I also didn't realize that, like, Ultimate's only been, like, two years old. It came out 2018, right? Because it wasn't launch year. I think it was the, the following year. I can't 
remember, but it, like they, he had said something about two years. All right, December seventh, twenty eighteen. Okay. okay, yeah. So it was the second year of the Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been it's been, but the new characters or have been over the past two years. But it's it's just yeah. I didn't realize that Smash Bros was that young. I thought it was an older game. Well, this so and correct me if I'm wrong. This is like the same basic game as the Wii U one, right? Just no. with more characters, or is this actually like all no, new levels is, and everything? This is this is all new. Ever. Well, it's. It's everything ever put in Smash. All all levels and everything from previous Smash games put into this one, as well as its own story with the, the like the, the the game board mode that they had in it. Okay, so um, that wasn't just ported up from the Wii. No. Okay. No. The the Wii U version was Wii U and 3DS. I remembered that part, but I don't play these games. They're not fun for me, so yeah. I just. And with the track record Nintendo has had, where basically every Wii U game got ported to the Switch, I just kind of assumed that was the case here, too, and they just went further with this one by just adding in every character. No, this was, it was its own thing. Like, which, which, like I said, which is why I was like, I didn't realize it was that, that young, like only three years old. Like, that's not that old for a Nintendo party game. That's, yeah, that's true. Um... Like we've been playing Mario Kart Eight since the Wii U. It's that's. It's, I mean, really, it's like it's Mario Kart Eight isn't all that different from Mario Kart Seven either. Yeah, but uh, they also um, just real quick they announced that Doom Slayer is going to be a me skin. Mm-hmm. Um, Did, have they announced that they're putting any Doom music in there? Because that would be. Something. I don't think so. No, it was all Kingdom Hearts music that's going to be in the new pack. So the new pack or the new if you download the character pack for Sora, it's going to include the Doom Slayer stuff. But any of the music and things like that is going to be it's going to be the the Sora level or the Kingdom Hearts level uh, and all the Kingdom Hearts music. No Doom. Is that accurate with the me fighter stuff with Sora? Because it said they were like seventy five cents each or some shit. I, I believe when they announced the characters. At least I believe it's included in um in in the the the, the DLC pack like the 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 season pass, but. I feel like Sora... I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Unless I well, I didn't totally read what that thing at the very end. Said, but I'm gonna check because I did. I did remember seeing there be a specific cost for the uh, three uh, Me Fighter DLCs they added. Of course, this article doesn't say. Well, while you guys are looking for that, do you think there is going to be another Smash Brothers anytime soon, or do you think they're going to take a little bit of a break from making more of it? I I totally feel like they're gonna take a break. It's it's they're not gonna they're not going to release um release a new game just after finishing a, this game with eighty nine characters. Um yeah, I don't I don't think I think it would be silly for them if they were to to, to release Super Smash Bros. Extreme in two years. Like we're not getting a new Smash Bros. until a few years after the next console is released. I agree on that. I think yeah. it's far less likely we see a new sm- new Smash before we see a new Mario Kart. Yeah, we we definitely need a new Mario Kart before we do get a new Smash. Nah, it's fine. Look, I'm getting tired of playing the same maps over. Well, just stop playing Mario Kart then. I don't really play it that often. Then how are you tired of playing the same maps over and over? Because I've been playing them since the Wii U. You're just contradicting yourself now, but you just said you don't play them all that often. I Maybe like once a month, but I'm getting tired of playing them because I've been playing them since the Wii U. <laughs> like... I've been playing them for the better part of, like, what was Mario Kart release date? The initial release date for Mario Kart 8 was 2014. 
So I've been playing those same maps for seven years. That's Over fine. seven years, because it's May 29th, 2014. Like, I'm tired of playing those same maps. I want new maps. I want new character skins. Or I want new, I want a new game mode. Like, I, I, I don't like the battle mode in this game at all. In this one, it's not that, it's not as good. Some of the maps suck, and it's just, I want new maps. So we des, in my opinion, we desperately need a new Mario Kart before we get a new Kingdom Hearts. Or not Kingdom Hearts, Smash Bros. I mean, you're, you're probably right. I am fine just with the same Mario Kart because, like, the maps aren't ever all that different. Like, I'm not playing them because I need map diversity. I'm playing them because it's fun to race people. But even then, like, I rarely do that because I don't want to play online. Like, when I when I play with my friends, I, I like, it's great. But, like, I don't often have a push to play by myself because I have three-starred uh, 50, 100, and 150 CC for every uh, every cup. I don't know which is just doing 150 CC. But, like, I've played it so much, each of those maps, since 2014, that, like, the only diversity I can give is doing mirror mode, and that's... I, I Mirror mode sucks. No, you just gotta get good. It's fine. But it's, it's all... It's just, like, I don't... I don't, I don't care. I don't, just, I don't care to play it by myself right now. I want to play... I want to play a new Mario Kart game by myself. Maybe you should just get good at the one that you have. Well, I'll probably just play... Super Mario Kart instead. I was going to say that, and they're going to, I think they're adding Mario Kart 64 when they add the 64 games. Yeah, they mm-hmm. are. So there you go. Go play that one. That That is that is one of the best Mario Karts. Um, I don't think I've ever actually really played 64. So I will say, I mean, 64 is missing like a lot of the stuff that like has just become synonymous, like the drifts thing and all, but yeah. it, it arguably has the best um, battle mode. Mm-hmm. It does. Like the, oh, the, yeah. The battle mode on 64 was the best battle mode they had. Yeah. Um, the levels worked better for it. it. It was just overall a good time. Like, getting in there on, like, the... There's there's the one level, I think it's, like, blocks or something like that, where, like, it's multiple levels of basically giant Legos. Mm-hmm. And just getting on there and just shooting shells in every direction so they just keep ricocheting all over the floor. And it's basically a race to see who falls off the fucking blocks first. Yeah. It's great. It's a good time. Uh, uh, but- so, the... Me fighter skins do not come with Sora. Okay. Or or the uh the fighter pack thing oh. that Sora's in. They're seventy five cents a piece, so it's not like they're expensive. Yeah, yeah. that's not awful. I've I've never taken note of that because I don't create a me fighter, so I've never really cared to pay attention. Yeah, well, they never had Doom guy before. I mean, they've so. had they've had some cool me fighter skins, but even with Doom guy, I'm not gonna. Make my Mii Fighter look like Doom Guy. I don't. I don't care to edit my Mii Fighter. I don't use Mii Fighter. But now you can, and then you can look like Doom Guy for seventy five cents. I, I mean, I could use Mii Fighter even before he looked like Doom. Yeah, but why would don't. you? Now you can because he looks like Doom Guy. But it's why like you're not following I, along. Why would I now if I never did before? Why would not Because you? it wasn't Doom Guy before. Now it can be Doom Guy. But that doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It doesn't change. It doesn't change how the Mii... Me, 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 fighters yeah, fight. Now he's gonna strike fear into the hearts of demons. Kazuya, I believe, is the only one in the cast, and it doesn't even matter. I don't know. I mean, like, Pokemon have to be some sort of demon, right? They're pocket monsters. They're not monsters. Demons, demons monsters. same See? deal. Right, monsters right in the and name. demons. Monsters and demons aren't the same. Says you. They're not. They're not. Says you. Also, Doom Guy would totally go kill Ridley. Like, what do you? <laughs> he would. R- Ridley does not look that different from. Some of the shit you fight in Doom. I also keep forgetting Ridley is a fighter in Smash Brothers. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. 
Uh, Cobb, I see you have a thing written here about uh, Sora looking like Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah, and uh, I, I saw a couple people online say the same thing. Like, it looks like the, the outfit he wears in Kingdom Hearts 1. Well, they change it between games. Well, it's, and that's his different colors. Oh, so, so like, he, he, that's right, they have different, like, outfit yeah. choices, don't they? Yeah, so he's, he's not as short, like, as dumb as this is gonna say, sound, he's not as short as he was in Kingdom Hearts 1, he's still tall sore from Kingdom Hearts 2, but they gave, they changed his color, like, his alternate colors are Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2, the Valor form, the Wisdom form, the Final form, I think it's like the Blitz form or whatever, um, I think Dark Sora? No. Uh, but yeah, it, the, 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 um, the Steamboat Willie Sora, for sure, is one as well. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but and yeah, the, so... The Steamboat Willie actually has different face animations than the rest of the Sora. That's, I, that is actually kind of funny. But if you are also confused about all these different forms of Sora, um, and you only own a Switch, that's okay. Because you can actually, you're gonna be able to play all of these wonderful Kingdom Hearts games on your Switch soon. Yeah. As the cloud versions only, though. Which, to me, I think is weird for at least 1.5, 2.8. Like, for the first two. Like, three, I'm not too surprised that it's only the cloud version. But, like, I, f- I figured that the Switch should have been able to c- handle uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 and 2 yeah, and Yeah, even, even the HD remakes should have been yeah. possible. The only thing I can think of is the games are actually very large. And yeah. literally the Switch can't can't have that. Yeah, that that's that's probably more so what it is though. Is like the the amount of space because one point five of Kingdom Hearts one, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts two, Kingdom Hearts uh, the one that they turned just into the movie that you have to read most of it. It takes about an hour. Recoded, I think, right? Something or is that like Chain that. of Memories? No, that's Chain of Mem. That's not Chain of Memories. It might be recoded. Or three sixty five by two days, maybe. I think it's that one. It's three sixty five by two. Um, yeah, it's like 1.5 plus 2.5 is so much. So it makes sense for at least that one to be cloud because, like, there's all of this. But 2.8, final chapter prologue, whatever, blah, 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 like, there's only a little bit that's actually on there. Yeah, I I honestly think it's just size because, like, I have all of those on the PlayStation and they're, they're not small downloads. And I think the Switch tries to stay away from games that can't fit on a card or fit on a Switch internal storage. Yeah. I know that's not always the case because they have games that can't do either and have to and you need an SD card, but I think that's like a thing that they aim for. And now that they're doing these cloud games, they're probably going to try and do more games, especially ports as cloud versions so that developers don't ha- actually have to do any work to them. They can just yeah. They just have to make them play over the network. Okay, so the 1.5, 2.5 HD Remix is 60 gigs, so that doesn't fit on a cart or <laughs> yeah, it's, a it's Switch. Du- it's more than double the, the capacity of the Switch. Yeah. 2.8 is 30 gigs, so... Really? Like, it would fill it up. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, 2.8 is 2. It's all of 2. It's not, like, just that little bit. It's 2.5 plus more, and 2.5 standalone was 20.2.5 HD is 20.2 gigs. Right, because the you know what it is, Rich, and I, I, you and I, I think we're thinking the same thing. 2.8 does have all. Uh, no, it doesn't have all of two in it. It's got all of Dream Drop Distance, but then it's got the the um the mini sode of um Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. 
That's, what that's it yeah. So oh, Dream okay. Drop, it, yeah, it's the full game of Dream Drop Distance plus like the other stuff. Yeah, which is just stupid. Like, why is it two point eight? <laughs> I kind I, I with all of this announcement, I kind of want to go back and finish my playthrough because uh, I was on three D. Uh, so I like I didn't have a lot left. It was Dream Drop, and then the 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 final chapter prologue, and then three. Like I didn't yeah. have a lot left. Yeah, you're almost there. Like you could do that. But I like I got so burnt out playing one rechain plus Riku story in rechain plus two and everything else. Like uh, it's just so much that I got so burnt out. But I, I've been thinking of going back and playing playing through them again. Yeah, At it's least, been not it's been a little over a year since you did that. I think right. I Probably something like that. I, don't know. I think it was pre-COVID that you were doing that because I think you started it before three came out. Yeah, yeah. and three came out. Or, no, I I got three. I got them all for under a hundred bucks, including right, three. Right. So and, I think, but I think it was like 2019 that you that you did it. Yeah. So like it's been a little while. Like you could probably yeah. dip back into it and finish up the little bit you have left, and then just be confused at the end as to why you did it to yourself. Yeah. Uh, but. Something else you did to yourself, you, you, you beat a Metroid. You beat a Super Metroid. Yes, I beat Super Metroid. Um, which, that, the hardest hardest boss in that game was Ridley, for sure. No, you, Harder, you, he takes like 30 seconds at the beginning of the game. No, you have to fight Ridley at the end of the game. I know, I'm fucking with you. I'm so confused. Um, but he's but, very uh, easy at the beginning of the game. You don't really fight him. You just, I mean, he, I don't think he can kill you. At the beginning part. I think once he gets your health down to a certain point, he does his little cutscene. I don't know, though. I'm not sure either, but, I mean, that would explain why he's so easy. <laughs> uh, but, when, like, I I went and I streamed yesterday, or on Monday, for my uh, to play Super Metroid. And the goal was to beat it on Monday. Um, I started playing around 7 o'clock, like a little after 7. And I didn't beat Ridley till maybe 9.30. Yeah, I did actually, I I opened your stream up while you were, I think it was actually your last run against Ridley. I didn't have the sound on at all, uh-huh. but I watched you, like, make your way to the room and then fight Ridley, and you did beat Ridley. Um, yeah. He turned, you, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest, though, like, it was not a clean fight. Like No, no, you took not a, at all. You t- took a lot of unnecessary damage, you wasted a lot of super missiles. Yeah, oh, that's the problem, is, it, like... He requires almost a full thing of super missiles. So after I went after him a handful of times and like with only 35 super missiles and was having trouble killing him, I went around and found all the super missiles I hadn't picked up to get full 50. Because if you miss with one super missile, like it takes six regular missiles to hurt him the same as one super missile, something like that. Yeah, I watched you when you ran out of super missiles, just like spamming your regular ones and yeah. missing him a time and again. I'm just like, ooh, that's that's rough. Yeah. I, but I, I also I, I watched was... you um spend like five minutes um farming one of the enemies for health before you went there. <laughs> well, and that's that's the fr- there's a room that I call the fuck you room, and when you're going to Ridley, uh, it starts to fill with acid, and you have to make your way to the top of the room. So if you're good enough with the space jump and everything, or the, the the screw jump, you can make your way up there no problem if you know that you have to get up there. The first time I went through that, I didn't know I had to go up. I thought, like, I, I didn't know I had to go, like, up at a certain point and around. So I just jumped all the way over to the side of the room, 
hit the wall, saw that I had to go up, dropped, fell into some acid, lost a lot of my health, but went and, went and got an energy tank that fills up your health all the way. Went and fought Ridley, couldn't kill him, went back and got all the energy tanks and had to go back through that fucking acid fuck you room. And so then I, yeah, I had to sit there and get, like, bring my health back because at that point, for some reason, I wasn't able to do the, the, the screw jump as well as I've been doing it throughout the rest of the game. And it's, man, these pro controllers are not that good for a game like that. Wait, uh, you, did you buy a pro controller? I've had a pro controller for a while. Oh, when did you get I, it? I got one for for at least well not at least I yeah I got it for Rise but much much prior to that like a lot a lot I didn't more, I didn't think you a- actually got it because you had wanted the the Monster Hunter themed one and it was never available yeah I mean I I wanted the Monster Hunter themed one but I ended up I think the the pro controllers were on sale at one point and so I just bought it but I agree um, that there is no modern controller that is actually good to play some of those like. Super Nintendo Nintendo games on because and the the problem is like I tend to have my finger at the top of the button and so like when I'm hitting like left or right it'll like also think I'm hitting up and that'll screw everything up so when I was trying to do the wall jumps earlier on I couldn't because it was I I I have you have to hit the controller so specific because it's like it seems like it's not buttons on each of the directional buttons it's just like a little i don't really know what you i mean it, it, they're, they aren't individual buttons if i remember correctly yeah actually so no like, they might be so at one point even when i was playing uh when i was doing it i tried switching to my um my 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 joy cons and like i just i couldn't get like this is when when i found the first the one room that you have to actually do the wall jump to get up get up over it like i tried using my Joy-Cons, and for, like, about 20 minutes, I had to fight with my Switch to let me use the Joy-Cons, because it wouldn't identify that the Joy-Cons connected as a single controller, because for some reason it was identifying my GameCube controller that's connected to my Switch for when I play Smash as the the controller that I was going to play on. So anytime I connected my Joy-Cons, it was connecting as controller 2 and not controller 1. Oh, that's super annoying. Yeah, it's I had I straight up had a full like breakdown because that one this one part I couldn't get the jumps and I was like this is gonna get me to stop playing Metroid is this jump right here and I was able to event I like I eventually got to it got all the way up found out that everything I was trying to get to to get all the way up there's nothing there so I shouldn't have even been trying to do it and got really mad. Oh, that's always like, the worst. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, all right. Never doing that again. Fuck that. Fuck those wall jumps. Um, and which is why I don't really care to get a hundred percent in Super Metroid. I got seventy five percent, which is good enough. I got. Hey, to you're see three her quarters face. of the way there. I got to see her face. That's all I needed. Um, because I think it like isn't it if you get a hundred percent like she's in a bikini or something? I don't know. Yeah, I, have I know. No idea. I know it was like that in like original Metroid. I, I mean, you're honestly like maybe. I know that it did have some weird stuff depending on like the percentage that you completed in, but I've I've only I beat Super Metroid one time like years ago, and I don't I don't even think I was at seventy five percent. Yeah, uh, I did I did use a um so in the original Metroid, yeah, if you hundred percent it, she was in a bikini. If you like um the original Metroid, you have to uh beat it in under an hour, and she's in a bikini. Oh, okay. Uh, 
it in in uh you need to be under three hours, and she's in like like a, a one piece bathing suit. Uh, huh. And yeah, in Super Metroid, best ending by playing for under three hours, she's in a bikini. Um, That's so dumb. Three to ten. Uh, three to ten, she takes off her helmet, and that's that's what I got. I got three to ten, because I beat it in, like, six hours. Which isn't bad. No. Metroid now, Fusion, uh, playing under two hours with 100% items, you get her in this two-piece. Now, you're not going to play Fusion, though, right? You're just going to go right to I, Dread? Yeah, I have, I have no way of playing Fusion at the moment, and no way of streaming Fusion, so yeah, I'm just going to go... Legally. You have no way to play it legally. <laughs> I I mean, if I if I had a ROM, I would play it. I just, I, I mean, you have, have the internet, ROM. you have ROMs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not good at setting it up, you know that. What setup? You just, you, you download it off of a torrent site that doesn't look too shady, and then you're off to the races. Torrent sites don't exist anymore. Yes, they do. I know, I know. Um, you're just bad I, at the I internet, w- that's all. I am bad at the internet. Uh, but I, I definitely would play Fusion if I could get it, um, get, find an easy way to play it, but it's also, it was a... It was a GBA game, so it wouldn't be too bad. But also, Fusion comes out on Friday, tomorrow, for those of you listening to this the day it comes out. So, yes, or not so Fusion, it... uh, Dread comes out on Friday. So I'm just gonna skip Fusion and just play Dread when it. Man, you're gonna you're gonna miss a, a big portion of the story, though. I watched a video on IGN today for the full story of uh, Metroid. No, oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, and it's a half hour long, and it also includes Fusion. Or, or uh, not Fusion, uh, Prime, which apparently all of Metroid Prime takes place between Metroid 1 and 2, um, huh, is what people are thinking. It's not, like, canon, but it's what people are thinking, because at the end of, like, Metroid 2 is Samus going and killing all the Metroids in the galaxy. So, Metroid Prime, there's still Metroids around and stuff. So, it's pre-2, is what they're but, thinking. So, does 2 take place after Fusion, then? Because there's Metroids in Fusion. I honestly don't. So I've never there, played Metroid there. Two because that was a Game Boy game. So so, and this is what the 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 video shows is it goes Metroid One, then the Primes, then Metroid Two, Super Metroid, then Other M takes place between Super Metroid and Fusion. Um, which makes sense then, because Fusion the suit is um semi organic. Uh, and then Fusion is uh takes place after Other M. But then there's a six-month gap because, uh, was it six months, I think? Or there's a time gap because she gets infected with, uh, this Parasite X is what they call it. Um, and, like, they, they have to fix her up, which gets her that fusion suit, that, that teal suit. Um, and then she goes around and she finds out that they were trying to reproduce the Metroids. And you learn that the Chozo created the Metroids in order to fight Parasite X, and that's how the Metroids became all terrible. So, like, oh. she... So, the, the Metroids that are in Fusion, as well as Other M, are clones of the Metroid from Super Metroid that absorbed Mother Brain's power and gave it to Samus at the end fight, and they used the whatever uh, leftover DNA that was on Samus's suit and stuff to create the Metroids in Other M and Metroid. Oh, yeah, so I'm actually looking... Um... On the Metroid wiki, it's got, like, a little box that's Metroid story chronology. And, like, that also has it listed as like, exactly what you just said as Metroid and then Prime and Hunters in after that. And yeah. then it comes down to Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Other M, Fusion, and Dread. 
Yeah, and in Other M, you are introduced to a colonel who sacrifices himself to destroy the Metroids that are on the spaceship, the space station that you're on. Um, the voice in your suit that's talking to you in Fusion is the voice of that captain. That's like, it's a computer voice of that captain from what, uh, what this dude from the IGN, uh, video, uh, said. Okay. Well, that's kind of yeah, cool. It was really cool, and I, I will actually, I'll, I'll give you the link, I don't know if you want to link it in the show notes, if people want to want to listen to it or check it out. Um, yeah, throw throw it in the in the, the chat, and I'll throw it in um in my notes, yeah. so that I don't yeah. forget. Uh, but it was, um, it is, it's, it's not IGN, it's GameSpot, actually, I thought it was IGN. Um, it's, why isn't it just letting me share, why do I, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you later, because I have uh, Pete's um, live stream on in the background, I don't want to close that. Oh, you and your your live stream. I'm helping a buddy out by feeding his views. Just go spam the chat with a and, link and, to PodQuest. <laughs> and, and giving, giving, no, that's, look, I'm I'm in, Drew, and I'm in that potato discord that I'm just also hesitant in sharing my stuff on there. So I, I, I don't do that stuff. I, I'm, I'm always hesitant because I don't want people to think that I'm just like, I'm a, not a, gi- a giant jerk. Yeah. Too late. But I'm they've sh- they've shared it on there a few times, but I've never shared it myself. I don't know what you're talking about, so it's a Discord channel that means you're ah. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh Super Metroid though? No, it was it was good. Um, it was uh, it was yeah, it was a lot better than I was expecting. A lot more enjoyable. Um, I definitely would play it again in time. Um, but now I just I got to figure out what I'm going to play on Thursday. Because I'm going to stick with doing retro games on Thursday. So I don't Super, know what to play. Super Mario World. I thought about it. I thought about Mario World, Super Mario World. Isn't, isn't uh, Mario RPG on the SNES thing? It's on I, the SNES Classic. It is not part of the Switch Online app. I mm-hmm. swore they said it was going to be sooner. Nope. 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 That has never been re-released like, on that stuff. I think you could get it on like the Wii Virtual Console. Maybe you, I don't even I don't think it. Mm, I know maybe. it's I know it's on the SNES Classic. Um, but yeah, that that is another one of those ones where I think it's because there's some weird licensing with Square that it's just not like readily available. But no, yeah. you you can beat Mario World in a sitting. So like you could theoretically beat it tomorrow. I mean, it, my I'm probably not going to be like like if I were to do Mario World, I'd probably continue playing it until I beat it. But I don't do I don't generally do like the the. The flutes and everything. I play through world by world. There's no fucking flutes in Mario World. Learn your Mario history, man. Well, I don't do like the the, the 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 not the flutes, but you know what I'm talking. Like the I don't know the backstages and the back ways to get to the final area in an hour and shit like that. Like I don't an hour. You can get there in like ten minutes. Yeah, I don't know that. Well, that's you, you figure it out. Get you got good. this. Or you just play the game like it was fucking made to be played. And even it's then, made to be put, it's made to be beaten in ten minutes. God damn it. Yeah, and honestly, like, you can actually, you can, in, how long do you normally stream for, stream for on a Thursday? Uh, between, like, two to three hours, depends. I mean, I accidentally streamed for about four and a half last night, but that's because I was playing the Beaver game, and I couldn't stop. Alright, so, main story, Super Mario World, five hours. You could, theoretically, beat that game tomorrow. Yeah, I could. If I... Um, cause like, and, and... Not even doing, like, the weird stuff. Like, assuming you're not trying to 100% the game, and you don't take any shortcuts, I could I could get f- up to Bowser's world in probably an hour and a half, two hours. But he there's, sucks at platformers, so... Yeah, there's, never there's, gonna, that's true. He's there's, never going to get out of the first area. 
Like, it is he will, four hours. He can make it to at least um, Vanilla Cave. There's, and that's what I was also going to say. There's a difference between me and you, Cobb, and I have not played Super Mario World as much as you. That's true. Like, but I, I, have, I, you I can make maybe, it to Vanilla Cave. I've maybe done, like, the first Boo Castle, and really, that's the furthest I've ever been in those games. And you know what? That is almost to Vanilla Cavern. Actually, I think it's Vanilla Cavern. Like, you're almost there. You're like, two, two, one, two, it's either two levels, a castle and the cave, or one level, the castle and a cave. I think it's two, though. I'm, I might, I, I might do that. So I might try those. I might also try, like, Breath of Fire or something. One of the RPGs that they have on there. Um, or grab one of those random games that you've never heard of. Yeah, it could just be... See, that's the only problem with Twitch streaming, is, like, you have to put a... I don't have to put a category, but it's better to put it... Like, you can't just put, like, Super Nintendo on Switch app or whatever. Like, it has to be the game. You put Variety. I, I guess I could just put Variety. I don't know if that'll really and that's, pull people in. I mean, that's what a lot of people have, is they put Variety, especially when they're switching between games, or... Mm-hmm. Or you pick the game before you start streaming, and then you type it in right as you start the stream, or change it midstream. Yeah, I could just change it midstream. We'll see, but that's the thing. I'm, I'm fig- trying to figure out what to do with Retro Thursdays now, uh, now that I don't have Metroid. And I'm doing Metroid Mondays, with the exception of Friday, because Metroid comes out on Friday, and I don't want to wait four days to play it. So I'm going to stream it when it comes out, when I get it on Friday. So I think, since you did all... since Well, since you at least tried to play all of the Metroids that were available, like reasonably mm-hmm. um that the next thing you do is the marios start with the Mar- start with the original mario do mario one two three lost levels and world because that that is also available on there and yoshi's island that's seven retro games mm-hmm. um you might not make it past mario 2 but you'll at least try and um japanese mario 2 lost levels not um not our mario 2 i i don't i don't want to play levels I why not i don't it's it's fine. It's not fine. that bad. He's not asking you to play uh, Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. That's what that fucking nightmare shit was called that Jeff was playing for a while, right? Yeah, the one that was like the PC version or what have you. Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a bad one. Yeah, no, I don't see. I like like I'm so bad at like I'm so bad at platforming. Like I don't want to play like. I'm I'm good with 3D Mario games, but 2D Mario games I'm not really that great with. So like, and I'm not really that great with like 2D games in general, which is why I do want to do these Retro Thursdays to get my to play these old games that I never really played when I was younger. Um, I just I don't want to do lost levels. Uh, that's why I think if you did Mario Brothers one, Super Mario Brothers one, I should say, and then dipped your toe into lost levels, like you don't have to finish it, but like give it a shot, see see why it wasn't released in America the first time. <laughs> And then move on to the other ones, because you could, like, Mar- American U.S., like, U.S. Mario Brothers 2 is a very different game. Um, and then 3 is a more traditional, and so is World. And then Yoshi's Island is honestly just super easy. Like, yeah. by the time you get through all the other ones, like, Yoshi's Island is just kind of like this pleasant little dreamscape. There's also Kirby. There, The original Kirby is on there, there, um, there the is, NES app. Yeah, the Kirby's, which I, uh, I thought about even, uh, Kid Icarus is on there. I thought about playing through that. Um, which I believe Kid Icarus is kind of like a Metroidvania. I don't remember though. I mean, it's it's not just because like those games didn't really exist that way on the NES. Like it really like the Metroid the Metroidvania style really didn't happen until um until like that mid nineties. 
Um, cause even the original Metroid and Super Metroid are pretty different in a lot of aspects. Um, Kid Ic- Icarus is not a good game. The, the updated one, the, the 3DS one was actually pretty cool. The original, not a good game. It's, it's just, you just kind of keep going up. If I remember, I only played it, played it for a little while, but it was very unfun. No, there's like side scrolling and stuff. It's not just up. But like, it's one of those games where like you can, it's almost like Pac-Man, like you can pass through the side of the screen and then come out the other side. No. No, it's not. I played a little bit. It's an actual, like, story-based game. Kid Icarus? The original one on NES? No, I'm pretty sure it does that. Like, you can go up and, like, off the screen and everything. It's a side-scrolling platformer with role-playing elements. According to player controls, protagonist Pit, who, through two-dimensional levels which contain monsters, obstacles, and items, Pit's primary weapon is a bow with unlimited supply of arrows that can be upgraded with three collectible power items. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, I'm looking at it now, and that is not the game I'm thinking of. What fucking game did I play on the Switch that that I'm thinking of? I don't I'll have to know. look at that NES app and see what the fuck I, game I played. Because there was a game that I definitely thought was Kid Icarus, and it was a very bad game. It was very vertical, and you kind of had that, like, if you went off, like, the right side of the screen, you'd come back onto the to the left, and you'd have to use that to, like, kind of make your way up further. And it, it was just not fun. It didn't control well. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what game... I don't know anymore either, because I, for the last, like, three years, I've definitely thought it was Kid Icarus. Yeah, I, I knew it wasn't Kid Icarus. Um, uh, I, I, uh, it looks like you do that in Kid Icarus. You go from the left to the right. Like maybe not everywhere in that game, but real literally in the uh, first video that shows for Kid Icarus NES playthrough, the first little clip that showed in the like auto play was someone going through a thing on the left of the screen and coming out on the right to be able to jump up to another platform. Maybe it's the beginning of the of the of the first level then, and I just I had I didn't like it enough that I just never got past it. Like that's entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Um, I look now that I think about it, Kirby might be one of my top choices because they have the new Kirby game coming out, and so this keeping more time. Even though like that game's not coming out for like until next year or like late mid next year, spring I think it was or summer. Um, I might do Kirby. Wolf, I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the original or it's I think it's actually it's Kirby's Adventure. I think is the second Kirby game. But that's the one on on NES. It's a very good game. Like it, it's it's worth playing. Yeah, I, I I think I played a little bit of it back when it first came out. Then there was just a whole bunch of these ridiculous, random, weird games on both apps that I want that I like. I kind of want to try. Um, Play City Connection. What is City? Is that a you, city builder? No, you fucking drive around a car. It's a fucking weird ass game. Also, I I opened up the video that Drew sent, and yeah, this is. Th- this is definitely the game I thought it was. Yeah. I, I do not like Kid Icarus at all. Okay. That's just me. You might enjoy it. I thought it was a very bad game. I, I, I could play Joe and Mac. I think there's like a couple of Joe and Macs. There you go. Uh, but I, like I said, I think I was really looking at uh, Breath of Fire uh, 1 and 2, maybe. I don't know. If you guys have suggestions for what I should play on Retro Thursdays, definitely, definitely send in those suggestions on, on socials and stuff. Um... Is that all you have about Metroid and, and such, though? Yeah, yeah. Super Metroid is a, a great game. It is. It, 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 it is highly regarded for a reason. Uh, so, anyway, though, um, I don't have a lot to say about it, but I did start playing Scarlet Nexus. Oh, yeah? How is it? It's actually fun. It's fucking anime is all hell, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mentioned this in the chat, and Drew, I think I actually said it to you on Sunday also. Um, 
It's got like a 30 minute cold open followed by an anime intro. That's very anime. Yeah, like you you play through the you guys both played the demo, right? Mhm. So you play through the um the the training VR mission again, but you actually get like the narrative to explain what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Um and then you play through a modified version of the level that you play after that where you have to fight the um the creature and drop the stuff on him. But it's um it's a smaller team. You're not actually traveling with like a full team of three or four or whatever. It's just you and one other person. Maybe two. Okay. Um but once you finish that, it then cuts to a music video. Um, but not like the same one that they played in the demo where it was an actual music video. It's just an anime intro. It's a bunch of shots of like the game and the characters doing cool shit while like J pop plays in the background. Okay. Um, it was very weird and funny, and it even ends on like a very anime splash screen, which is also just the the um the title screen of the game where it's the male and female protagonists like kind of standing back to back on like a cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's re- it really is about as anime as you can. Um, it's fun though. I have enjoyed what I've played so far. Uh, the combat is the same as it was in the demo. Um, nothing really different there. Um, they are at least. I think I've played maybe, like, three hours of it, and they are kind of cycling, like, teammates in, so I haven't just had a team of everybody yet. It's been, you know, here's one person that has clairvoyance, so they can... Their powers, technically, they can see slightly into the future, but the power you get from them is more... You can find things that are hidden. So if an enemy is invisible, or if an enemy sets out, like, a smoke screen you can basically find them and attack them. Or, you know, there's, like, the fire and the, and the electricity. Um, the one, I, one of the characters has um, duplicity, where they multiply themselves, but when you take their power, it actually doubles up your um, your psychic power. So when you do the psychic move where, like, you grab an item from the level and, like, smash it into the thing, it does it twice, which is cool. Okay. Like, it, it, it's extra. And, like, there are, like little nuances to some of them where i forget the exact circumstances with that one but if you do a certain thing with duplicity it actually lets you do another thing right after um but yeah i'm i'm enjoying it so far um i haven't really hit a lot of story yet but from what i heard when the game released it is a very weird anime story um so i'm interested to see just how weird it does get but yeah it's it's neat and it's it's on game pass so if if you're subscribed to game pass you can play it on pc or xbox for less than 60 dollars which is i think what it still costs and if you um if you played the demo before you get it it does unlock some some like items it seems i unfortunately like i played the demo on the playstation so i don't get any of that on the xbox but there's like a little menu section for it if you if you did it Mm -hmm. so but yeah it's a neat game i'm i'm interested to play some more of it and the combat the combat is actually a lot of fun like, once you kind of get used to it and get in the groove of, like, switching abilities and kind of, like, using them when you can and timing your different special attacks, it there's a lot to it. Uh, the, the anime of Scarlet Nexus is on Funimation. I keep seeing yeah. uh, ads for it on Instagram. So I'm just like, do I get the game or do I just watch the anime? Do I find a way to watch the anime? Well, I mean, you don't have to find a way. You just s- sign up for a free trial of Funimation. Uh, but I think it's still ongoing, so I'd have to wait until after. Oh after yeah, you know what? I do, it's it's been on there for a while, but I don't know. I don't know how many episodes it's supposed to be. I like. I think they they just 
released a new episode. Um, and so they're on like 14 right now. Yeah, they're, like that. they're on 14. I'm assuming if they're up to 14, then it's probably a 24 episode season. Mm-hmm. Like that, that tracks, right? <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Um, does it say on here? Of course, it doesn't actually say anywhere on the Wikipedia page. So, but yeah, I mean, I would, I would assume it's, uh, it's 24, so it'll probably end sometime in like December or January. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably just wait until then. Yeah, I uh, keep an eye out for it, but or maybe it goes on on sale and you end up just buying the game. <laughs> I, it's it's been on sale a handful of times, and I it's on my wish list on Steam. Um, I thought about buying it, but I didn't when it was last on sale. And I mean, if you um, end up signing up for like the Game Pass trial to try some of the other stuff, you can always grab it off of there too. Yeah, that too. Uh, Tribes of Midgard is on sale right now, but it's only like five bucks off or four bucks off. So it's not worth. That's not a good enough sale even for an only twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, where's the outline go? There's the outline. So, last little bit of stuff we have is is just some Sony related news. Um, so did you guys see that they're going to start offering trials for PS5 games? I did not. I yeah. I only saw it when I was looking through the uh. This this outline. Yeah, same. The, yeah. the the there's one thing that I have a comment on. I think it's pretty cool that they're doing this. There's one thing I have a comment on about. Okay, what's that comment? Uh, so it is a timed trial. Um, so Death Stranding is six hours. Sackboy is five hours. But the time starts as soon as you hit download. So you're actually only getting an hour trial. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong, and that that is one of the shitty things. Like depending on your internet and what the Sony side is is looking like on any given day. Um, yeah, that could be a very bad time. Like Death Ooh. Stranding at best with my PS5 PS5 plugged in would be at least an hour download. Like my PS5 is plugged into the router. Like there's no reason it should take as long as it does. That's at least an hour long download. And so I would have to turn it on and watch it download so I can get my full 5 hour like demo. That's that's insane. Like it should be six hours from when you first turn it on. So like once you load it, you have six hours total, not like six hours split up over the course of playthroughs. It should just be you turn it on, you start playing it, you got six hours. At the end of those six hours, you're done. So if you only play for three, you're done after six. You're done three hours after that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. And like that, it that is actually kind of shitty. Uh, but yeah, so like you just said, it's it's. Death Stranding Director's Cut and Sackboy A Big Adventure. Um, it's six hours for Death Stranding, five hours for Sackboy. Um, it's only the PS5 versions of the games, so it's it's only the Director's Cut of Death Stranding or the PS5 version of Sackboy. Because I think I think Sackboy was released on PS4 also. Yeah. Um, it also I can't figure out how to do it. So it, it looks like it's in the UK only right now, which okay explain why. Yeah. So. Um, apparently, like, they were sending out a bunch of emails to people. I did not get one, but I saw all the the news articles about it. And so I thought it might have just been one of those cases where it, it was only available if you got the email. But it sounds like when it does go fully available, you'll be able to just go to the games that are offering it and select to download trial instead of, like, purchase game. Mm-hmm. It, it is neat, though, because it's, it's just going to download the full game. Um, it'll lock itself after the time and give you the, the option to buy it, but all of your progress will carry over. So it's not like a demo where, like, you're going to play for six hours and then have to start all over. Like, 
if you play for six hours of Death Stranding, you will just pick up where you left off. Yeah. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Like, I, it, it's neat that they're offering this. And hopefully, like, more games allow it. But it's just that whole six hours once you hit download. I, I don't like that because it's it's too much of a variable. I agree. Yeah. I feel like at some point they're going to end up having to, like, if they do intend for this to, like, go wide, I feel like they are going to have to change that at some point. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. But who knows? Who knows what they'll actually do? <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- there's that. Um, sorry, I lost track of thought because I was confused at something. Um, the other thing that was announced for, for Sony-related things, starting at the end of this month, October 2021, you are no longer going to be able to use a credit card to purchase a game for PS3 or Vita in their stores. Now, keep in mind, the only way you can purchase games for either of those platforms is from the the on-console store. Like, you can't buy them through the web browser anymore. So is it just direct buying games you won't be able to do, or is it just going to not accept credit cards, period? No credit cards, period. So, you kind of have to jump through some hoops. (laughs) Um, You'll have to, according to, like, their stuff... Um, go to, the, like, the PlayStation Store and, like, load your wallet with a credit card from, like, the web browser or, like, buy, like, one of the prepaid cards and load and load it to your account that way. And then you can go onto your console and use those funds to purchase a game. Mm-hmm. Which, like, not the end of the world, but also just really stupid. It's, like, I understand that there's there are probably some security issues going on with, like, those stores, and it's just not worth the effort to fix them. But, like... At that point, like, why are you, like, you should have just closed them down if you were just going to remove the ability to purchase things. Because that's basically what well, they're doing. they were going to close it down and everyone had it fit. Yeah, but yeah. They're, they're essentially doing that now by blocking your ability to buy things it's, directly. But but you can still buy things. Barely. Not eh. even. It's, honestly, I would much rather not have my credit card information on any stores and just buy credit and put it on there. Oh, see, I especially, hate the whole credit op system. Especially for something like the PS3 and Vita, something that old. I don't want my credit card on there. I would not want my credit card information on a PS3 or a Vita. Like, and exactly, and that's part of the problem is, like, there, there's no security on those systems anymore. But that's why it's exactly. like, remove the the ability to purchase them from the console and just let people purchase them from the website. Like, why can't we just purchase them on the website? That's the thing I don't understand. That is weird. That's real weird like that seems like a very arbitrary like well we didn't want you guys to be able to do this anyway so we're just going to make it complicated by not letting you do it here the mm-hmm. place where it is actually probably the most secure to do it yeah and and it's it's probably that's probably what they're trying to do is to to make it harder for people to buy games so that they can turn around and say look no one's bought games on these services for six months let's just shut it down like it, it, it it's it's yeah. They're they're trying to find a way to track to see whether or not it's viable to keep these up. And and I'm sure there there are easier ways, but the the way they do it this way, then they don't then it's like, hey, we you still have the option, you haven't used it. Whether or not we made it too hard, you still had the option. You just haven't used it. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they, they wanted to do something, the world had a fit, so they undid what they're doing. And now the world is having a fit because what they're doing, because they undid what they're doing, is not what the world wants them to do, and they should have just done what they were originally going to do. Yeah, and like, like I said, like, but like back when, over the summer when they announced they were closing it, like, it sucks to like lose that stuff. People should be able to still buy them, but they should be able to just buy them on the website. Like, 
that just doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Like mm-hmm. websites aren't that hard. Like it's just a database. Just make the make the database available and like problem solved. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, but like I don't besides you, Cobb, like I don't know anybody who goes to the website to buy the game. Like you're the only one I know who goes no, to the website. I, I can't anymore because their website's fucking broken because they're fucking terrible at it. Like for your PS five games or anything like that? Yeah, like the the website is absolute garbage now. Like I, I actually, I, I do it through the app begrudgingly because the app's not very good about finding things either. I mean, but it's when I, it's slightly better than the website is. Like, uh, like, like, I and we went over this like a week or two ago. Like, uh, when I'm looking for game, when I'm buying games on my systems, it's because it's on sale. Uh, and I, I'm not, I don't often search for specific games. I look for the sale. But like, I've never had, I've never gone to their website to buy the game. I would never, honestly, never really think to go to their website to buy the game. Well, so, the app, the the store on the app pre-PS5 was, like, actually not functional. Because um, it really, it just loaded the web version of the store in the app, and it just didn't really work right. So, I always just went on my phone to store.playstation.com. And it was a mobile version of the store, and it worked fine, and I could look at the sales, and I could look for the, like, if a new game came out that I wanted to purchase digitally, I could just go purchase it digitally. Um, the app, the actual store website now is not good in a lot of ways, and it's a, it's a, it's a real big bummer. Um, like, the search in particular is just not good on any of them, especially because PlayStation is doing such a bad job this generation with how game, how different generations of games work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the fact, like, we've, we've talked about a bunch of times where you can accidentally install the PS4 version of a game on your PS5 because they just don't properly differentiate them. Um, the search on the web store is similar. Like, if I go on there and just search Final Fantasy VII, it's going to show up everything but the version of it that I want for whatever. Um, I, I was having that problem with, uh, uh, what the fuck, um, Integrate or Intermission or whatever, whatever the, the DLC was called. Like, it, it wouldn't search correctly on the web store, but I could find it on the, the, the mobile app mm-hmm. and i just i've never used any of the on console stores other than the switch the switch is the only one that i've ever actually like gone into the console and opened the store on for whatever reason but like so you say you, you don't ever go searching for stuff so you never go on there to buy a specific game uh when i do it's one of the top tier games that's on the front page Oh, okay, so you don't actually have to look for it. You just open the store and it's right there. Yeah, when when I'm looking for a game to... when I'm Generally, when I'm buying games, they're new games. I don't often buy old games, and if I do buy old games, it's because it's on sale. So I'll occasionally go through, like, their sales or their sale list and see what's on there. Like, right now, like, I'm on the app right now, and I just remembered that yesterday was Tuesday. So we have... uh the new PS Plus games. Oh, 2K21 Golf. Sweet. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but I don't... I don't... I don't know the last time I went searching for a game because I thought about it. I know, I don't want to do that. Just went on console. Um, I, I don't... I just... Yeah, I don't know the last time I went searching for a game. Like, if you give me a game right now to search, I will search for it while I'm on the app and see if I can find it. But if it's if it's not um, if it's not on the top, it's generally not a game. I'm that like, which I mean, that's fair. Like I, I like to occasionally like click through all that stuff to see sort of like what's for sale or like 
under the different things, and it's always been easier to do that on the the website than on the mobile app. And I don't ever turn my console on just to see what's in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case anymore because the the website sucks. Yeah, like I I I'll, if I'm looking, I'll go to deals. Like Arc is sixty seven percent off, like ten bucks. I might buy that while I'm looking, but that's right on front page. I wasn't searching for. It. There's they have a sale for stuff that's like seventy percent off. Like it takes two is thirty bucks or Hellblade. That's uh, as soon as sacrifices. Wow, it's only six bucks. Um, yeah, like, like the the mobile app is much better than it used to be. Like you can actually go to deals. When they first relaunched the mobile app, it was just straight broken. You couldn't do anything. The search is still bad, but like at least like going through deals and stuff like that is functional. It is not all that functional on the website. Because now I don't know if you remember I, when they I first. Mean, sorry, go ahead. I I don't know what you what you mean by the search is bad because I just searched Untitled Goose and the first thing that came up was Untitled Goose Game. Because there's only one version of Untitled Goose Game, but the problem you run into on the on the website store, um, the mobile app might be okay. I don't know, but it was it's very bad when there's a game that has multiple versions on multiple platforms. So like, and the the example I just used was um the Intermission when that first came out, or not Intermission, Intergrade, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was very hard to find that because it was technically DLC, but also it was technically the PS5 version. And when you searched it, it just didn't come up at all. Or the PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII came up, even though that's not what I fucking wanted at all. Yeah. Like, it's just like their search algorithm is just not good on the web store. I mean, but honestly, and and I might just be defending them, but I'm not put, I'm not going to put that on them. I'm putting that on Square Enix. No, they did a piss poor job of letting us know what the fuck what everything was. No, yes, I mean, look, knowing which one you needed is bad, but their search it their search is bad at indexing these things. I should be able to search for the name of the game and at least have it show up, whether it's the the one I need or not. But like that wasn't the case at the time, and like there are still I I can't think of any other examples off my head, but there have been other times where I've gone on there to search for a game, and the game I searched for didn't come up, even though that was the name of the game. Like, it auto-filled with a bunch of other games that weren't it. Or that were, like, for, like, like PS4. I'm like, I'm looking for a PS5 game. Why are you showing me old fucking games? Why are you not defaulting to the new platform? Like, why is your... Like, searches aren't that hard. Like, if they if they built their backend correctly, it wouldn't be hard. But we know that they never built their backend correctly. That's why it was such an issue to do the name changes. Like, mm-hmm. whoever de- whoever designed the architecture for Sony... Just had no fucking clue what they were like. Not that they didn't know; they knew what they were doing because, like, it is a job that you need to know what you're doing. But they had no idea what they were building for. Like, nobody gave them a proper roadmap of like, "Hey, this is what this needs to look like, and we need to be able to gr- keep growing it because video games aren't going anywhere." Yeah, and that's just not the case. And now they're just kind of stumbling back and forth, like, "Oh, well, it, it sort of works now. Like, it works on one platform; it just doesn't work on the other one anymore. So, fuck it." Well. We'll just go with it. But I think that's probably a show. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Next week is our book club. Are you guys yes. excited? I am. Yeah, I, I still got to watch all of it. I've been slacking. Man, you but really have. I'll, I'll get I'll get there. I, I was I drew. I think you had dropped off when I said it earlier, but I, I started um I started watching uh Formula One Drive to Survive season three on Netflix. Um, it, it, You were right. It is, it is actually really interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't so much care about the actual, like, racing part, but just everything going on, at least in this season, is super intriguing just because it's 
all the COVID stuff is happening like while they're filming it. So like you're kind mm-hmm. of see you're you're seeing 2020 play out kind of over the course of this season. Yeah, and it's just it's fucking weird but interesting. Um, so yeah, that'll be next next week. Uh, ten episodes on Netflix. So come prepared next week for us to to chat about that. Um, and we'll also announce the, our next pick for a thing, which is my turn. So hope you guys are ready for something stupid. Uh, I, I, I can't wait. I've been trying to figure out what something to watch for mine. I can't wait. Yours will be. I'm actually surprised you haven't had us do like a, like a Godzilla thing, but at the same time, you did it to yourself, and I feel like you don't want to have to watch any more of that stuff right now. Well, no, that's, that's the thing. That's the only reason why it's like, it's at this point, it's just a year since I started Godzilla. God, that seems like it was seven years ago. It was 36 weeks, man. So, like, yeah, I guess it, was, it did. It only ended six months ago. Yeah. So like we're not even six months, or maybe six months ago. Yeah, but like, March. I think I think like right now is like a year since I first started it, or close to a year since I first started it. Then I'm just like, I don't, I don't need to. I don't need to watch Godzilla right away. But if I were to, it would probably be like Shin Godzilla, which isn't free right now. So I don't want to get to a point where we we're paying for whatever we're watching or renting it until like. I've ran out of all other ideas. Which, that's valid, and I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, so we do that next week. Um, but in the meantime, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if you're excited for our tabletop show bonus action, uh, you can support us over there and actually get the entire session all at once, all three-ish hours of this first one. Um, and you'll continue to get all the whole session at once every time we record one. Uh, but if you can't support us there with dollars, you can go to your favorite podcast pal- platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the fun places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole lot, especially iTunes or I- Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. That, that one's the big one. That one's the, the, that gets you the listeners. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo, and you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Otherwise, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.